Hey, what's up, bro? Not too much. Sorry, I had to do a quick errand. No problem, dude. It's all good. <laughs> it's hot, huh? Good. I'm finally in my room. Yeah. Air conditioning. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really hot. Especially that I was yeah. out doing laundry. It gets really hot over there, too. Yeah. I forgot I was going to uh, get a beer. I got a beer from yesterday here. I bought two beers yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I ordered uh, two. uh, Got two beers yesterday, drank one. I left the other one usually. I left the other one for the next day for uh, an order of food or whatever. Take out. Mm hmm. Some Thai food. Mm. Yeah, I'm still drinking the beer. Actually, you know, I like to buy like tall beers. You know, it's like one and a half beer or something. Yeah. So that way, I don't buy the whole six packs. Or whatever. Yeah, I I got Lagunitas. Oh, that's what I had. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. yeah. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Also have some <laughs> weed over here. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, so what's happening? Uh, nothing much, man. I've been so busy, like, uh, what was it, like, uh, last Sunday? Was it last Sunday or two Sundays ago? I had a gig. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, and I was a gig playing bass. This is guy that uh, I used to play all the time playing percussion. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, every time I did these gigs, because they weren't so often, I never got to buy, like, my whole percussion set or whatever, so I was always powering shit. Mm-hmm. So he called me for a gig, and I said, dude, I call somebody else because, you know, I don't have anything, so I have to power for my friend to live far away. Yeah. I want to be with us here right now. So he told me, no, how about bass? I said, sure, let's do, I do bass. Cool. Then I have my amp, big amp, and my mm-hmm. friend's storage, and uh, the new speaker that I got, I wanted to use it to see how it went. Mm-hmm. So I did all that shit, you know. I had to yeah. figure out my frame, what the best day was, you know, all between work and all the shit that I have to do. Right. Learning the songs, and then he'll, he found, he sent me a bunch of songs, and then last minute he said, oh, there's two more couple songs, and then one of the songs, like a cheap Korea song. Damn. Like fucking, it's nothing impossible, but it's like, come on, man, like, a lot of bunch of shit, you know? Yeah. A bunch of flamenco shit that is not flamenco, whatever. Yeah. Then I'm like, damn. And then after all that effort, he said, no, no, but I don't do the whole song. I only do it like this. I'm like, come on, bro. <laughs> I only do this wow. part, you know? I'm like, shoot, bro. I already learned the whole fucking thing, you know? So anyways, but I did the gig or whatever, but the amp didn't work the way. I don't. I think because I haven't used, since I got that amp, mm-hmm. I got the amp like 10 years ago, some shit like that, or more, maybe more. Very good amps. That's all. That's the brand that I always use. SWR, but uh, they don't make dust anymore. Uh, that one that I got is before Fender bought it. 
you know, further, Fender bought it, so mm-hmm. they can destroy it. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, they bought it, and then they fucking discontinued it. That's what they did. Mm. Well, my amp is before Fender, because Fender started doing it too, but only lasted for maybe a year or two years. Mm-hmm. My shit is like the original shit. So mm-hmm. I never had to, I never serviced it. I never, you know, and then after all this shit, the pandemic and all stuff, since I moved back from Miami, I have that amp over there in my friend's storage. Yeah. So when I did the gig the other day, mm-hmm. that new speaker that I got, I don't know. It didn't come out the way I wanted. It wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't powerful enough. Something mm-hmm. was rattling. Mm-hmm. Something. So, I was like, damn, bro. So, I took it to the shop, base shop over there on North Hollywood. Yeah. For them to figure it out. You know, I told them, hey, bro, I need uh, some service or something. Maybe you need a tube. YouTube or something or need to be clean anyway you know what I mean because I haven't mm-hmm. used it in so long and I never serviced it or opened it or nothing mm-hmm. you know? so anyways I just gave it to them and they haven't even called me back but whatever but I've been the one busy. like on Lancashire or by Lancashire yeah yeah they uh, okay. amp custom shop mm-hmm. like yeah they did, they fixed my amp yeah they fixed the I other one that it. I have to oh yeah I, I only used that amp once, the last gig, I think. I think it was the last gig we did. Yeah, I think I only used it on the last gig we did, and they put a new tube in it and stuff. And yeah, they charge you, if it's, uh, if it's not a tube, what's the other kind they call it? I forget how they call it when it's not a tube. Transformer or something? No, they call it solid state. Oh, solid state, right, right, right. Yeah, you see the solid state of tubes. So they ask me, oh, is this a solid state of tubes? Like, I don't know, but I always thought, after all these years, I've only always been on the impression when I bought it, there was a tube. Maybe right. I'm wrong. I don't know. It's been so long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was, oh, because if it's solid state, it's 60 bucks. You know, they charge you first, like a mm-hmm. money down. Yeah. Then they put it towards the fixing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But if it's a tube is 80 mm. so I don't know I open my mouth and say I don't know I think it's a oh so the, so they now charge me 80 but <laughs> right if it's not a well, they'll, <laughs> they'll make it right in the end probably right yeah hopefully if they figure it out they say oh it's not a okay, it's, they probably took it out or whatever whatever yeah. my main thing is to have it clean or whatever have it fixed if there's a problem have it fixed you know because it's kind of cool just to travel gigs with that smaller amp that I have and that thing that still have uh, power. Yeah. It doesn't have all the power I want because uh, I don't know if, I think we talked about it. Like, you know, when it's four ohms and eight ohms, when you use a four ohm speaker, you have mm-hmm. the full potential of the amp. If you use an eight ohm speaker, uh, for example, if my speaker is 350, which is this, my amp is 350, with an 8 ohm, it will be like 200 watts. So it takes out like 150 or something, you know what I mean? Hmm. So if you use a 4 ohm speaker, then I'm used to, I'm going to use the full 350 watts, you know what I mean? I see. 
So I don't understand why they came up with that shit, which is, I find it crazy. When I bought the speaker, I didn't react. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. Well, it, it has to be a reason. I don't know. But. Oh, I'm sure it's physics, but yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but what's the reason if I have a 500, I want to use be able to use the 500. Why are you going to make a speaker that's going to make me, it's going to give me less power? I don't understand. I don't understand. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Why? Why you want to low? You know what I mean? Why do you want to go low when you can go high? And then if you don't want to go high, just turn the volume down. You know what I mean? Or yeah. the gain down. I don't understand that shit. But there must be a reason. You know. Science. Huh. You know, I'm not a science guy. Mm. So anyways. I used to go to this guy. He was like called the rock and roll doctor in Burbank. Yeah. You ever went to that guy? But he was cool, man. Like he knew so much about, like I took my amp to him because I bought this amp. It's an Ignator because it was the best one, the best two affordable tube amp at the time. I went with my friend Jor to a bunch of music stores in San Diego yeah. and we went to used places and stuff. And I played all these different amps and like the one that had the most versatility was this Ignator that was affordable. It was still like, you know, like, I don't know how much I spent five, six hundred bucks, but um, <clears throat> which was a lot for me at the time. And uh, I love it, you know, live, like it's great. But it went out like after about six months or a year, it just yeah. stopped one day. And I took it to that guy and he goes, oh, yeah, they all do that. They make them in China or whatever, and they know that they're going to go out. The transformer goes out in like a few months so you got to replace it and he told me there's this company that specializes in um the, these transformers to replace them to to replace to put in the ignators and he goes they sound really good like they sound like way better than the stock ones that come in he goes and there's two transformers the one that goes out you got to replace right now because your amp's not working because there's another one that also uh, you could replace and it'll sound even better. So I think last time I took it in, I replaced it, but I don't think I used that brand that he recommended. But that dude's no longer there, so I don't have him as a resource anymore. But he was cool because he knew everything, man. <laughs> he knew he knew so much about amps and sounds, and he was a great resource. And it's always good to know because I need to take my bass also. I'm planning yeah. to buy a new base too. Oh yeah, you were talking about that. That's cool. Yeah, I found this very fucking cheap base, bro. Like, cause you know what? How life is like. It's only like three hundred bucks, a six-string mm -hmm. base that I found by accident on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, this is base that I wanted to buy. Like, it's gonna cost me like eleven hundred or twelve hundred or whatever. Um. Then somehow. But when I look on the, on the, to see how it sounds, you know, because the stores don't have it, mm -hmm. um, I didn't like the way it sounds when people play demos or whatever. Mm -hmm. It must be, it might be the way that people like to set up the shit or whatever, you know. Right, you never know. Then, <laughs> There's so many places that you could. I know, whatever, it the, depends on the player, you know, how he likes his yeah. EQ or whatever. Right. I was like, I don't know. It sounds like I don't like the way it sounds. You know, it sounds a little mm -hmm. weird. 
Then there's more expensive. And then I found this fucking guy playing this flamenco shit. Oh, yeah. And it sounded great. I'm like, wow. So looking at the comments, somebody said, hey, what base is that? And the guy said, oh, it's this base such and such or whatever. So I went to the thing, mm-hmm. and uh, it costs like 300 bucks. It's like made mm-hmm. in China or something. I don't know. But I'm like, oh, in Korea, I don't know. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I keep, let me keep looking. So every single video that I found on YouTube, of anybody playing that bass, it sounds amazing, the way I like it, you know? Wow. Especially cool. for like a jazzy fusion <clears throat> kind of thing, you know? Yeah. The style yeah. that I like, the shit. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy it anyway. It's only 300 bucks if it's a piece of shit. Whatever, it's only 300. You know what I mean? I can give it to yeah. my son or whatever. Or to practice six strings, you know what I mean? To get back into the six string thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, but I waited because I went to Miami and then I came back and then here and there, blah, 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 blah. Today I decided to buy, I said, fuck, I'm going to buy it today. I went to online to the what thing and they don't have a fucking six string anymore. I have a oh, seven, wow. seven string. God. A seven string, I'm like, much. yeah, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with seven string? It sounds good. I saw uh, somebody play it on YouTube too, and it sounded good. It's basically the same bass, only an extra. Yeah. Um, I was actually right now before you come. I was contemplating. I don't know. Maybe I should play a seven string, and maybe I could challenge myself to something different. I don't know. Maybe why not? You know. So I'm debating. I might buy it tonight. Yeah. You know? but oh wow. I don't know. I might. I send in an email. Say, hey, are you guys out of six? So they send me one of those uh, emails that send you automatically. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to be in touch with you. Uh, so let's see. But, uh, I'll wait yeah, a well, days. you should wait. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to wait. Because if you, there's one you want, I mean. Exactly. But it's basically the same, only an extra string. Yeah. You know? Just have to get used to that extra. But it's basically mm-hmm. the same. Well, I mm-hmm. actually don't know the tuning of the same string, but it must be by fourth anyway. You know what I mean? The same way. Do they put like a low C or something? It's a low B. A six string is a low B and a high C. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because usually usually the four strings are uh G, D, A, E, right? Like the the last four strings of the guitar. Yeah. Uh the upper part. From bottom to but then the six string or a five string, if you want a five string, it is uh, a low B on top of the E. Mm-hmm. And then the six string will be a high C, you know, below the G. Oh, okay. Really? Then Not the, a B, huh? Huh? Cause no, the because it would be a B. The B, the B is on top. The six string is uh, the five string will be uh, G, B, A, E, B. <laughs> you know what I mean? From the, Wait a minute. The low string would be a G. No, the low string would be the B. Okay, B and then an E. Yeah, if you want to look at it from from top to bottom. It would be yeah. B E A D G. That's five string. Okay, five. Okay. And then okay. a six string would be B E 
A D G C. Well, why is it a C and not a B? That's weird. Because the guitar would be a, a guitar would be the, a B on top. The guitar would be the octave. Because then guitar is an E and E, right? Well, yeah, e. but the top, the after the G would be a B on the guitar. Going up, up in pitch, up in pitch, down. Yeah, yeah, up in pitch. No, but on the on the bass, it would be. I think it's C. I'm well, to make it, I guess, to make it a fourth, I guess. Yeah, it's a fourth. Keep it a fourth. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, because it's by fourth. It's like so. It will that be would a fourth. be kind of mind expanding to play that. That's interesting. Have yeah. to get used to it. So the seventh string will be an F. I guess. Mm. So oh, an know. F on top. An F on top. On top, meaning the highest. The highest, yeah. Oh, so another fourth. Okay. Another fourth, yeah. yeah. So. Wow. That's, that's, that's crazy. I've seen them before. I've seen them before. Mm. That's a long time ago. There used to be this brand. Used to, I think it was called Heartland. Heartland mm -hmm. or something. I think they used to make That's the first time I saw a seven-string bass. I never pay attention to this. I was like, fuck, that's too much. I seen bases are like twelve strings. I'm like, why don't you yeah, get a fucking crazy. harp? <clears throat> the guy in Cheap Trick, uh, I don't know if you know of him, Tom Peterson. He developed a twelve string string bass. They they always say he's the inventor of the twelve string bass, Tom Peterson, and he plays his freaking bass, and it you can really hear that it's like huge, like you know, like it's really. I don't know if the strings are doubled or what, yeah. but um, it's. I don't. I don't know what the. I mean, it sounds kind of cool, but I don't think it's necessary for, for them. But um, that's his thing. <laughs> I, I know. Guess I just felt that it like in the '80s or something. Yeah, no, it's a fusion yeah. shit, like European fusion. Fucking. But they're they're like a pop, kind of rock, you know, rock and roll, classic rock, kind of new wavey band. It's weird that that he put that six string bass in there because. It just sounds really big. It just sounds really, like, really yeah. big. It's all depends on the player, like because mm -hmm. he might be he might be into he might be into um, fusion or jazz or shit like that. You know what I mean? But th like, that's not the style they play, though. They play like Beatles, you know, updated Beatles music, like you know, not updated, but you know. Yeah, yeah. If the Beatles were around in the seventies and the eighties, like that's what they sound like. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people do that shit. Kind of interesting. One time I saw a bass, it was like fucking you know so many strings and I'm like it looks like an harp, like a harp. <laughs> like Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Might as well call yourself yeah. a harp player, you know? Yeah. You know, it's sometimes, like, it's no... sometimes to me it just seems like, okay, this is just a gimmick, man, because like I don't yeah. know, but some people need it. Some people feel like, man, I'm playing there. I just don't have enough strings to do what I hear in my head. And if that's where they're coming from, then I get it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Ah, seven strings is not that bad. I was just watching some dude playing the seven string. Mm -hmm. uh, you can play some chords and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. especially if you get used to it. Yeah. Seven strings is not that bad. But I'm really looking for a six string. Mm -hmm. I would go with a five, but. Uh, get a six string. I'll send you some videos of some six string players that I kind of dig. That mm -hmm. They do. 
So that kind of shit is nice, you know. It's easier with certain things, and but yeah. I don't like everybody that plays six string. I have my only a few guys, you know. It's people, you know. You know how it is. It's people and it's people. Yeah. I mean, I want to tell you, by the way, mm-hmm. I love the new songs, bro. Really? Oh yeah, dude. Oh, thank you. I was gonna tell you, um, I really dig the old school vibe. Yeah. It has like an old school. Um, it would be nice if, when you think about the whole album, mm-hmm. think it to make it sound that vibe, like because. Um, I, it's funny because I I know this. I got the feeling that you wrote all this music in all this COVID era, right? All this uh, confinement and all this COVID era and all this shit. Well, and I I did, but it's not about that. But go ahead. No, but I'm talking musically. I remember you and I sharing music to each other, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Yeah. Sharing music and hey, check this out, check this out, check this album, check uh Steely Dan, check fucking Pink Floyd. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And listening to all this music, I think you're channeling all that shit, bro. You're channeling all this <laughs> shit that Oh well, thanks. This one song I like because of the jamming. It has like a keyboard jamming. Who played that keyboard? Was you or just samples or what? No, that's not me. It's uh, this guy, Phil, the guy who played keyboards on the first album. Dude, I love that jamming shit. I love that yeah? shit. Yeah. The whole thing sounds, give me the, have like some kind of a Pink Floyd vibe. That's what I was going for. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Yes. I love it. So... That song, and this the other one, um, it's one that's like a funky, it also reminds me of Pink Floyd, but all the songs, one song here, one song there, it's like you're channeling a lot of shit, like, uh, also like, Black Sabbath or shit, like, you know what I mean? It's like, like <laughs> some parts, it, it reminds me of like the vibe, you know? No, mm-hmm. not exactly the riff or whatever, but the vibe sounded like it's even one song that remind. I don't know. It gave me the like the Nirvana vibe too. Oh, it's, like yeah. a, it's like a little dark, you know, when the move, the progressions, the chord progression that you mm-hmm. were doing, mm-hmm. kind of gave me that dark shit, you know, Nirvana grunge grunge kind of shit. You know? It's all over the place. I love it. I love that shit, but. <laughs> I like it. Said it doesn't sound. I know because it's just a demo. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like. It doesn't sound like digital. You know what I mean? It sounds like more analog for some reason. And uh, yeah. it would be cool if uh, when the whole mastering and the whole mixing and mastering is done, mm-hmm. it would be cool to. Keep that vibe, you know, like old school analog shit. Well, that's what I try to do um, in general. But this time what I'm going to do is I'm going to 
obviously we're recording the drums, you know, like normal. They're, yeah. they're just going to be recorded as well as I can afford to get them recorded. Um, real drums, no drum machine. And your bass, like, you know, normal. Uh, the guitars will be done um, at... I know a guy uh, through my friend Anthony who supposedly this dude, like you pay him like 300 bucks and you go in the studio for 24 hours and he's got like all these different analog amps, like all these like, you know, tube amps, like he's got all these Marshalls and fenders and shit. And you just kind of play around and pick the amp that amps that you like for different sections or whatever. And, um, that's my plan is to go in and record the guitars totally in a real studio. Cause the other albums I did here, um, well, not here at my last apartment. The last yeah. time I recorded the guitar in the closet with my an Ignator amp, and I just did it myself. But I'm not, you know, I'm no expert on micing an amp and recording amp guitars and stuff. And yeah. so anyway, I'm gonna try to. That's I. I think it's gonna improve the guitars a lot, and that's really the big thing, you know. And then the mixing. Um, I mean, I always tell him that I'm into 70s music and, and that I don't yeah. want it to sound, um, you know, like like a modern digital record. But I do let the dude, like, do what he wants beyond that because I just sort of trust him. But, um, like, the last album kind of, I think... I don't. I don't know what other people think of it. It's not as digital as some records that I hear, some rock records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it definitely sounds modern to me, like the drums and stuff. It, actually, it sounds really unique. Yeah. The last record, the drums, like the the toms and stuff, the way it sounds. So I, I kind of like that it sounds unique, you know. So I, I don't know, but I, I'll definitely tell him, like you know, I mean, again, like I really want to keep. Is is analog of a sound as possible, and is a retro sort of sound as possible. Yeah, yeah. I think also, I don't think it's gonna be that. It's not gonna be that difficult because I think one of the things that make the sounds analog is the way the music is composed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the way you're doing it, mm-hmm. the way you're doing it is, I don't know. It's that's what I'm telling you. It's like channeling. You're channeling shit. You're channeling shit like all this influence whatever but I love it I love the you that album is not going to sound like nothing else out there really yeah I think so it's, you know of course it's somebody you know it's modern it's more modern mm-hmm. but the vibe is like old school setting and shit I love that shit man. <laughs> well thanks yeah dude yeah I've been listening to it like when I first when I listened to it first, I was like, "Fuck!" So I put it on my computer and then I sent it to my phone. Mm-hmm. So I listen to it at least a couple of times a day when I'm driving and shit, you know, so I can get wow uh, into that. You know what I mean? Well, literally, no one heard it until I sent it to you and Ramses. Like nobody heard any except the keyboard player heard that one song, yeah. but um, nobody's heard it. I haven't played it for anyone, so. He did a great job on that keyboard player. And that part, he yeah, picked the like right... It? Yeah, dude, he picked the right sound. The right sounds. I love it. The sound sounds like a old Moog or something, you know, like old yeah. keyboard. Well, know? I told him I wanted it to sound like Pink Floyd. <laughs> oh, so he probably looked for that, yeah. 
Yeah, because it's cool because he had just done like a Pink Floyd project. I don't know what it was, like a Pink Floyd uh, covers band or something. I don't know. And I had just read that on his website or, or a newsletter he sent out or something. And I was like, dude, like this is perfect because this is what I need for this song. And I wasn't sure about it, you know, like melodically... It was okay. I wasn't that impressed with like the solo. I wasn't sure, but I needed something there, so I just put it in. But maybe I'll get used to it, you know. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought it was really cool because it's not okay. even in the way that it's mixed. Mm-hmm. I like it's not up front. It's soloing. Yeah, it sound like it's right on your face. It's kind of like I, I like it the, a little. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I like the way it sounds. Like that, like it's no, not I don't in know your that, face. I don't know if I can get Mixer Man to do that, but oops. who knows? <laughs> I remember when I did that song Austerity. It has a piano, same guy playing it. Yeah, and the solo to me, I was like, the solo is just a texture. Like the the melody is in the guitar, so mix the piano down. So it's just a texture, you know. And he's yeah. like, no, man, that's the solo. And it's like, and I'm like, no, it's just a texture. And um, we went back and forth. But finally, I just said, whatever. <laughs> so it just sounds like a solo totally in your face, you know. But it's like the lady, it's like the lady, a Mexican lady that cut my hair. Mm-hmm. Every time I go over there, she wants me to do, you know, she wants me to look the way she wants me to look, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Oh, you look too old with that beard. No, you have to shave it. And then they start cutting my beard. I'm like, come on. <laughs> That's what happened to me the last time I got my hair cut. Um, my friend's girlfriend did it. And uh, she didn't do what I asked her to do twice. And I, I was like, dude, I'm just going to do it myself. Now I just do it myself. I bought some clippers again. And I realized that I can do better with the clippers than... Um, I can I can I can like my haircut as much with the clippers as the lady who, who I used to pay to cut my hair. I used to pay her like fifty oh, yeah? bucks or whatever. Yeah. So I just my do it mom, myself with the clippers. My mom was telling me that they have these clippers now that she saw somewhere, some ads or whatever. That you can have your own haircut done, like you know, when you shave it like zero on the front and then zero on the sides and then on top. That's what I've been doing. It's something called the clipper or something. Mm-hmm. Taper. Tapered. It's like zero oh, on the yeah, sides yeah, yeah. and then mm-hmm. on top. Basically, that's what I've been doing. But my mom said, oh, I saw these clippers on TV, whatever it is, ads. But you can do all that shit by yourself. You need to go. You have a special thing. The machine has to have the clipper. has to have a special something. And you can go boom, 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 and it oh. comes out perfect. Huh. You know? Because I, I don't I don't want to do that shit with myself because then I'm, when I use the clippers, well, basically I, what I do, I just use the whole zero or the whole one. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. I use the, I use the lot the longest one. It's like an eight, and I just do the whole thing in an eight, and it, it's almost like I didn't get a haircut. Like it almost feels like normal. Like, but you oh. know, in, in a week or two, it looks perfect. Like I don't, and then I can go like a month or two, and then I can just do it again myself. So that saves me so much money, dude. Like, I was spending so much money getting my hair cut. That's one reason why I'm grateful to COVID. <laughs> yeah, you should go. If you want to go to this lady, you can. How much money do you spend every time you cut your hair? I'm doing it but, myself now. Yeah, but when you used to go with a lady, 
How much was it? Oh, it was a lot. Well, I don't know about a lot. She gave me a discount. Yeah. I think it was 45 and I paid her a tip. I think I used to spend 60 every time. Yeah, that's a lot of money, dude. This lady, she's an amazing, she's amazing, and she's only $10. <laughs> wow. She's, she's an that's amazing, cool. I'm going to give you, maybe you have, you know, every time you want to cut your hair, you come over here. And cut your well, hair with her, and then right we have Right now, lunch. I don't want to do it because of COVID. I just don't want to risk being around people. Uh, I go there all the time, bro. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck COVID, dude. Yesterday, I had a conversation with uh, my kid's uh, grandma, and she was starting to tell me again about the thing. She asked me if I was vaccinated. I said, no, I'm not vaccinated. I don't need it. And then, you know, here we go. Bye, 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 you know. Yeah. And then the whole, you know, it's like people need to understand, I'm okay with it. I know if you get vaccinated, it helps you. You know what I mean? Uh, especially yeah. if you're older, whatever, it's good for you. Yeah, yeah. So you don't get, you don't get such a, you know, if you get the COVID, you might not get it in such a severe way. Yeah. Uh, But what I don't agree, it's like, those commercials and all that shit and uh, protect others. It's like, how am I protecting others? Like, yeah, dude, that, that when it's, protect others thing is, is, is just it's lies. It's bullshit. It is fucking bullshit. And they, every time I talk to somebody about that, that's what, they keep, <laughs> that's what they keep repeating. You know what I mean? I know, and dude. I'm, and I'm like, I understand, but don't say protect others because, you know, if, if I'm vaccinated, I can still send you Spread to a fucking hospital. Yeah, I can and still and send only. Yeah, because if you come to me and you tell me, okay, if you are vaccinated and you get the COVID, the COVID that you are gonna give me is gonna be less severe. I understand, but nobody has said anything like that. No, they haven't. Exactly. So because yeah, no. after fifty percent of people being vaccinated, 50% of the population, and we have a worse variant, which is called the Delta, where it's coming after that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my point. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but don't come on me with that bullshit, okay? Protect, let's protect, fuck, I'm not protecting by vaccinating myself, I'm not protecting you. I'm protecting myself, not you. I can still give it to you, the only yeah. argument would be like, if everybody got vaccinated, we could eradicate the whole virus. If they were, if that's really where they're coming from, that's cool. But that's not kind of the message they're sending. Like Richard Wolf, who I thought was a, you know, really a smart guy. I don't know if you know who he is. He's always talking about worker-owned businesses and stuff. Um, he's an older dude. He yeah. he tweeted out like equating not getting vaccinated with um, all kinds of horrible crimes, you know? And I was like, dude, I tweeted at him. I was like, man, you know, there's no proof of this. And I said that, you know, if you're vaccinated, you could still spread the disease. So there's no legitimacy to what you're saying right now. And I said, I thought you were a great thinker. I said, I guess you're not. And then I got all kinds of, for me, I got a lot of likes on that tweet. Like, you know, for me, being yeah. not popular at all. I got like 16 people liking it. That's a lot for me. 
It's like, I think a lot of people agree with me. And, um, you know, I was really disappointed to see him do that. And and he's gaslighting or he doesn't understand. I said, I said, that's the narrative, but you, you don't have to dig very deep to learn the truth, which is that you still spread it. So you're not protecting anybody by getting vaccinated. So this is bullshit. You know, you're just. Yeah. And I got into it with my dad today, man. He's still, oh my God, I pissed him off so much. Like, he was like, I wish you would just go, you know, I worry about you every day. I wish you would just get the shot. And I was like, I was like, well, I ordered ivermectin. I I ordered ivermectin. Um, And he was like, there's no proof. I said, well, I just tried a couple studies that were pretty amazing, you know, like saying that it. This one study said, like, and it was a study. It was a study of, like, 90 studies or something. It was a Japanese medical journal that looked at 90 studies on on, uh, ivermectin or a lot of studies. I don't remember how much. It's kind of confusing. But they said at the end, in in the one place in the study, that that it would be one chance in four trillion that these studies are wrong or that that it's wrong that ivermectin is helping. You know, it's like one in four trillion. That's a study by doctors, you know, by 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 scientists. And and I sent to my dad, who's a scientist, and he's just like, no, there's you can't look at this. He's like, I don't respect anybody who says that they should get the vaccine and take ivermectin. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, why does it have to be this fucking shot? Like, what? Like, I see if there's all these studies that say this thing where he sends me one study about one doctor who would like lied in the study or something. And then he used that to smear the whole thing. And I'm like, you're just, you're doing the same thing they do to the client climate people. Like they find one, one corrupt climate scientist and they, they say the whole climate change thing is bullshit. And he goes, no, that's not what this is about. I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) It's like so maddening. It's like, I will never be able to find a study that will satisfy him because he's already has this mind made up that the vaccine is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. I'm stupid. Even though he can acknowledge that you can't prove what will happen in five years if you get the shot, he thinks I'm stupid for wanting to take ivermectin instead when ivermectin has like 30 years of track record of people taking it all over the world and nobody having any any adverse effects. And you could still get it if you get if you get the vaccine. And ivermectin supposedly like if like if if your roommate or something gets COVID, you start taking ivermectin one one pill a day or whatever, how many milligrams a day, you might not even get sick, according to these studies. Like, how is that bad? Exactly. No, it's crazy. It is, it's, it is crazy. So it's not worth it. Like, even yesterday when I have that conversation with my kid's uh, grandma, I was like, "Yeah, I should avoid." You know, in the end, you know, nothing. You know, it was just a conversation or whatever. But I get a little sometimes. But, uh, but it was alright. It was just a conversation. But yeah, I, in my mind after that, I was like, I shouldn't even, you know, because. But, but, but there are so, studies that now that say that you're seven times more protected than the vaccine because you already had it. Oh, I said so that yesterday. I said that yesterday, but they don't know about the stories. I know. I know. Every time, every time you mention something like this, 
the first yeah. thing that they have in their mind is like, I am one of these people that I'm listening to Alex Jones. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. I know, dude. I know. It's That's like my they, dad, you know, it, it's like talking to my dad who's a scientist. I tell him about a study that I saw that said this or whatever. And he's like, oh, it needs to be a controlled study. You, should have, you need to be a... He just assumes it's not a controlled study. So I look at it. The fucking thing analyzes like nine, 90-something controlled studies or whatever. Maybe half of them are controlled. There are problems because no company, no corporation, no institution is funding these studies because they, want, they just want to do the vaccine. So these people are handicapped, you know? We don't have the budget to do a full-on, hardcore, absolute badass study. But they st they looked at like all the like hundreds of not hundreds, but tens of studies, right? And and he's like, oh, you know, when I talked to him, he's like, oh, you can find a study for anything that supports anything. It's like, okay, well, that's my point. Like, how do you know this thing is the way to go when you can find a study for anything? And then you have the mainstream media only promoting one angle and then he flipped the fuck out. Like he will not, he does not want to hear that there's any sort of profit motive or any other ulterior motive for plugging this vaccine. You know, like he flips the fuck out. I'm just like, man, you got issues. I mean, I didn't say this to him, but he's got issues yeah. with like, you know, trusting government and stuff. Like he's just like, Oh, you're a conservative. You don't trust government. It's like, no, I'm not a conservative. This government is not a normal government. Like it's completely run by. It's it's completely like why why do we have to go into that? Like you don't know that. Like you don't know that our government is completely corrupted. No, he doesn't. Like it's just. Uh, no, it is. It's, it is insane. I can I can, and that's why like sometimes I avoid kind of like that thing. I avoid reading a bunch of shit because. Yeah, my situation that I have with my kids. My oldest one is already vaccinated. My yeah. youngest one is 11, and I already got a text from school weeks mm -hmm. ago. Uh, first, there was a text about testing the kids every day. I don't mind that shit. Okay, whatever, or every week. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit. Test it. You can test them every time you want. You know. Yeah, whatever. But then. It came out the thing, oh, because we're going to have, blah, 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 like basically saying that they're going to have to do the vaccine on the kids, you know? So when I text their mom, of course, their mom wants him to get vaccinated, and their hearts are in a good place, you know what I mean? Because they sure. want the kids to be protected or whatever. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying it's like, are you people, like, have you guys pay, been paying attention to how the whole process has been since the whole shit started? With the mask, basically, Fauci said that the mask, it would be a, you would be a, an idiot walking around with a mask. That's how he said it, basically. Mm -hmm. If you're walking around with a mask, you'd be like an idiot or whatever, or basically mm -hmm. be idiotic or something. And all of a sudden, the mask is the best protection that you have. You know what I mean? Somehow. Yeah. Um, then double mask. Yeah, then double mask, whatever. So now, and now the whole thing. So on the, on, at the beginning, they were saying that the kids didn't have that situation. They mm -hmm. they probably wouldn't be able to get the COVID, and if they get it, they, it, w it wasn't going to be that bad. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden, the kids need to be protected too, and the thing. So and the whole thing is like protect protect the people. I'm like, want to protect the people? The whole school could be vaccinated. They're still going to be sharing their shit. 
And the thing is like what they're sharing now is something, it's a mutation because the virus already said, okay, I need to get stronger to battle yeah. this fucking immunization spike right. thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it get, it's getting worse. And I'm saying like with zero people vaccinated, there was no Delta. We have 50% and then there's Delta. Yep. yep. Is it that it, like, that's it, another thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Isn't that something to think about? I say like, well, that, there's there's plenty of scientists who say that's something to think about. There's plenty of scientists who warned about that from the beginning, and I sent that to my father. Like, you know, when it, I first read about it, the possibility of the vaccination causing worse variants, and he said, "Well, it's possible. We'll see what happens." Okay, well now it's happening. Obviously, he doesn't think that's the reason. For, you know, it's like, but it's like if they cherry pick. I don't know if if you just blindly trust these institutions and they cherry pick studies to promote an agenda. He can't believe there's an agenda. He gets fucking pissed off when he hears about it. I don't know what to say, man. It's like no, I, people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it's, but I don't know that it's true either. Like I, you know, I'd look at the Trump stuff. And they were saying Trump was Hitler and Trump was going to his people, his his militias were going to stop people from voting and stuff. And none of that happened. So maybe some of these people who are saying this is the Nazi thing. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not true. Like, I don't know. Dude, I, I don't know. How do you call that process? Uh, you know, the process that scientists use to mm-hmm. to follow like patterns. You know what I mean? You need to follow method. Huh? Scientific method. Scientific what? Sorry? Method. Uh maybe. But they I know there's a name for it, like um that's why when you see it when you see scientists working on a project or whatever and writing mm-hmm. shit down, they're probably writing, Okay, today this little rat uh poop in this corner and then right. okay. The next day, it's like, oh, today you poop again in the same corner. You always poop in this same corner. I don't know how the how you call that process when the observation that you notice thing and you write it down, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like these people, oh, you guys don't have that. Are you guys losing that power of observation, of patterns and behaviors? Like, don't, have you guys? Because doesn't make any sense. Zero vaccines, regular COVID. Fifty percent. There's a Delta shit that is really kicking hard, and everybody is dying, and all this shit. I'm like, so, so what happens when we have seventy percent? Are we gonna have Godzilla walking around, fucking shooting lasers and shit? What the fuck are we gonna? So, are you? Is that what it's gonna take to know that something is not uh, the same thing? With the Fauci and the fucking lab, you know, mm-hmm. the lab over there and the connections with the lab and blah da ti ta 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 tu tu tu. But the only guy saying all that shit is that guy from, uh, well, the only Democrat is the Kennedy, but the other guys are Ron Paul or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But you can even use that shit because the first thing they say, oh, he's Republican. You know what I mean? Well, this guy's an yeah, asshole, which this guy's anti-vax, and, and like, or whatever, you know. Yeah, which I, know. I don't know. It's fucking hard, but that's why, you know, like sometimes, like I but, see this shit, I'm like, come on, man. 
well, the one thing my dad told me today, he was like, because I was talking about, I was talking about the people who are saying that we need to get everybody vaccinated because they're killing us. And my dad agreed that that's not, that shouldn't be the point, it shouldn't be the narrative because it's not true because you could still spread it when you're vaccinated. And he, he said, but, you know, life, you know, life, what happens in real life is not what happens on Twitter or something like that. And I think he's right because people on Twitter the loudest voices, the most obnoxious ones who are like know, pro insane vaccination. Those, that doesn't mirror the conversations I have with people in real life. Like, other than my dad is pretty fanatical. Like I talk to people at work who have been vaccinated and they're like, yeah, I didn't want to, but I had to, you know, my mom kept one, one person got vaccinated because she really wanted to go to a football game, <laughs> you know? So it's like, but she didn't want to do it, but she did. Obviously she doesn't, she wasn't that scared, but you know, people people aren't that uptight about it in real life. Yeah. Well, all the people that I know that I have gotten vaccinated, mm-hmm. they are okay. They have nothing so far. So. Yeah. I've thought about getting vaccinated. If worst case scenario, interfere with my job or whatever. But I will get the Johnson and Johnson. I want to get the old school shit. You know what I mean? I don't want to get the spike protein bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know there was a difference. No, because supposedly Johnson and Johnson is the old school way to vaccinate you. They they put COVID on you. Okay. And this Pfizer and Moderna, what they do is do they put something. Uh, that mess with your spike protein add DNA, or some sh- RNA, DNA. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know if it's DNA or whatever, but it's not. It's yeah. a, it's a different approach. It's a different thing, which is the one that people have a problem with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I rather just do the old. Okay, put me the COVID inside. That's it. The old school. The way. Supposedly the Johnson and Johnson is the same thing that they do to you for muscles or fucking whatever other shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Spanish we have different names for the, the, the muscles. Viola, whatever they call it. Yeah. So, but well, I I really you know I don't know I, I Ashley did it and I was like I, I I was gonna do it with her. I just couldn't. I couldn't make myself do it. I was like, I can't do this. And I told her, I said, you don't have to do it. You know, you can stay with me. You don't have to work. Just stay home. You know, because she's in the health industry, and they're gonna mandate mandate it in September, about this month. Yeah. And I was like, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. Like I I don't want to do it. You don't have to do it. You just stay home and chill. I don't work. You know. Um. But anyway. Uh, I think that my work is potentially there's rumors that they're going to make us do it. And so that really freaks me out. That's why I'm just like, I'm looking at Bitcoin like a savior. Like, can I make enough in Bitcoin not to work? You know? (laughs) No, but uh, I think... If they make me do it, I think I'm going to do the Jensen and Jensen. That's what my parents did. So far, so good. It's only one. That's it. Yeah. 
So they're uh, going to make it too, though. Did you know? What do you mean? The Johnson Johnson, they're going to make it into two. Why? Uh, I don't know why. But that that's coming soon. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Because, but, Plus uh, the booster every fucking six months or whatever. It is insane. This shit is insane, bro. It is insane. It is insane. Yeah. And they haven't done shit to figure out what the fuck happened. Because that's another thing. It's already out that it's, it's, it's man-made. It's not fucking bad came out and pee or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Israel, Israel is saying that 50% of the people hospitalized in Israel is vaccinated people. And New Zealand, too. Mm-hmm. The stories are out there, like, whatever, it's, that's the shit. They, they're not saying that on CNNBC or whatever, MSNBC or CNN. Mm, I, know. Know. I know that shit because I follow this girl that, that she's usually actually talking about that. She's, okay, these new stories, blah, 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 you know, it's not bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like, but these people that I talk to, they don't, they don't know about that shit. No, like, they don't know. My dad doesn't know about any of that stuff either. And every time I bring something up, it just, he just bums me out more. Like the fact yeah. that he reads things in a t- completely different way than I do. I know he's a scientist, but like the the study he sent me or the article he sent me about the the ivermectin, it's like he they just they just went into one guy's study and this one guy was like corrupt or whatever. And they used that to taint the whole idea. It was like, how scientific is that, dude? Like, there's been so many studies since then. But do you influence the other study? Like, how can, you, how can science be even a thing if you're going to let one study corrupt everything? Like, you've got to do your studies, you know, I mean, you, if it's science, it's like math. Like it's it's like if some guy says one plus one is three, and you do a study on it, you're not going to say one. If you say one plus one is three because his study, then you're not doing math. <laughs> so it's like I don't get how what he was trying to say, and and then he goes, "You're reading it wrong. It's not trying to change." I'm just like, oh. <laughs> the thing that it's basically. They want you to listen to their science, but not to your science. Know. You know what I'm saying? They want to listen to the, their science, the MSNBC science, or whatever, right. or CNN, or uh, KCRW, all that shit. All they do is pushing this bullshit, you know? And it's like, there's a bunch yeah. of other science saying the opposite, saying that it's not, it is not good the way you guys are treating the whole thing. Plus, people need to stop fucking... People think that science come up with shit and they always get it right on the first time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, let me just invent the, this cure. Boom, that's it. I just invented it. No, they need to, they make a bunch of mistakes the same way you go to the mechanic right. and the mechanic yeah. can fucking figure out what it is. And he keeps changing new shit and he's still doing the same thing. He doesn't right. know what to do until he finally figures it out. They think the science, oh, you can, dude, you yeah. can see from the beginning of this shit started, like, they tell you a different thing every fucking day. They don't know yep. shit either. They're I know, I shit know. That's, I don't understand it. And, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is, like, I'm smart enough to understand 
that I can't trust it. But I do understand that it is a gamble because I could get this thing and fucking die. I know that, but it's like, that's why I'm being super careful. You know, I'm being really, really careful. I am, I'm not running around without a mask on. I'm not going to, you know, baseball games and concerts. I'm not going anywhere, man. I'm ordering my groceries from home. I just go to work. I just go in and I go into a room and I sit in front of the computer all day. I hardly see anybody. And then I go out of the building. It's like I'm doing my best to be really super safe and hoping that they figure something out. This ivermectin thing this week seems really like possible, you know, like it's like it will help you if you happen to get it, it will help you not get it so bad. That's what it's looking like to me from all these studies and it's not good enough, you know. Even though is you that, can still get it when you're vaccinated, like Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is that the, the it seems thing? like the same thing. It, but is that the the medicine that the people I've been hearing so many people mention it like a, a horse drug or whatever? Yeah, so there's two versions of it. You can okay. go to a vet and you can get it, or you can go to a doctor and you can get pills. And they, yes, they use it with animals too. And they try. If you Google ivermectin debate, you'll see like 30 articles that say people are taking animal medicine. People are so stupid, they're taking yeah, exactly. animal medicine, right? Yeah. But if you go to DuckDuckGo and you Google and you, and you search um, ivermectin debate, the first thing you see is a Swedish study that says it works on people, you know. They're, they're, they're doing it on purpose to make people, to shame people, make everybody think that everybody's stupid and they're like buying this cream or something and drinking it or, you know what I mean? It's the same thing they yeah, did with yeah. Trump with the, with the bleach thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, it's, it's, it's not honest. It's, it's, and I think it's dangerous because they're actually making people think that that's what people are doing. So someone might actually go and buy the animal shit and eat it and fucking die. You know what I mean? Like it's, to me, it's complete malpractice of journalism to, to, to act like people are doing that because they're not. And they're not advocating for it. The the drug itself won a Nobel Prize. It's been in a, people use it for like 30 years to prevent like river blindness. And there's like a handful of things people have used it for for years. And it's safe. It's a miracle drug. And um, it's, you know, people, a lot yeah. of doctors are prescribing it. My friend at work told me that um, she knows a doctor who, uh, a clinic who um, all they do is help people with COVID without the vac using the vaccine. So they help them with ivermectin. They have other treatments. They have, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that they do, and they haven't had anyone die yet. I told my dad, he's like, that doesn't mean anything. How many patients is it? I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. It's, I don't know. And, I don't, I, and the people think, like when I, when I was talking to this lady yesterday and it's like and she's like when I said they're making all this money and she's like oh it's free I'm like no I know it's free for me but they're not donating the vaccine to the people right no yeah. they're selling it to the government and the government pays for the, every vaccine that's getting they're buying 
that's what that's yeah. what I'm talking about. They're it's pushing our, for this thing to sell it. Of course, we're not paying it. Well, we're basically, we're paying it because they're using our tax dollar for that. Shit. Sure, sure. You know or what printed I mean? money. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, but it's it's the same as the commercial that I see here saying like for FedEx saying like oh like we hope we move the vaccines around right like mm-hmm. but they don't, I want to ask them are you doing this for free or what the fuck are you talking about you know what I mean like right yeah you're doing it for free or somebody's like the Cuban doctors right exactly this exactly exactly <laughs> that's another thing bro like dude. I was gonna tell you, I'm I'm fucking tired. I'm tired of this bullshit. Like, it is excruciating for me. Like every time I see comments or see, like today for example, I was, I was watching a video of Jimmy, and yeah. which I support. We all share the same, blah blah blah. But then he has to mention Venezuela again, and it's like, I dude, that. you need yeah. to stop. You need to stop blaming the situation in Venezuela and the United States only. Mm-hmm. The, the United States is fucking bullshit. In Cuba, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many, how much of percentage of the food that people eat in Cuba have a made in the USA label, bro. Okay. Yeah. And the embargo doesn't, the embargo, the supposedly embargo, it doesn't touch medicines or anything. The embargo doesn't stop medicine to get into Cuba or the hospitals or any of that shit. Uh, but you, it's not. It, they don't do that shit. That's bullshit. Whoever's saying that shit is a full of shit. It's not for medicine. You know what I mean? The United States is not stopping medicine to get into Cuba. Okay, but if you go to a fucking Cuban hospital like that video that you showed me the other day on Twitter, that guy talking shit about how Cuba cares oh, so much guy. about their people, I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit, yeah. dude. You see the picture I sent you? Like they're holding the they're holding the both of those bags with the liquid, they, you know, they put in your body. They're holding it with a fucking tree, with a piece of branch. The guy from the streets or something. Wow. You know what I mean? Come on. Yeah. That fucking hospital. Are you telling me? They're telling me that's embargo? That's their own fucking government, dude. That's government. Stupid. Right. Stupid, stupid. But they have the yeah. best equipment. You know, they have equipment for cops. They buy new cars or whatever. There's people dying and they don't have an ambulance and they're moving their fucking dead body from their house to the hospital on the fucking cart, bro. Mm-hmm. Come on, like the 19th century or the 18th century, 17th century, medieval times. Get the fuck right. out of here. That's not embargo, bro. That's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, when they say that shit, they say it with so much conviction. Like, it's the truth. It's not the truth. I know. It's it's really insulting to me, too. You know, you know? having had all these conversations with you, it's... I find it to be repulsive. I find the gray zone to be repulsive. I, I saw Aaron Maté make some statement about um, the vaccine, and it was so immature. I was just like, dude, like, I, I, I said something to him about, like, this is not even true. And I said, 
why? And then I said, fuck the gray zone. And I just muted Aaron Matthews. Like, fuck him too. Like, Dude. I, I mean, it's like... I, it's all over the place. I, saw, I was watching a video from this guy from Jordan. Jordan, the guy from uh, Status Quo. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the fuck? He was trashing yeah. people that want to get vaccinated and and talking shit. Like, it was basically like, and then I was yeah. like, is this only me? And when I started reading the, the comments, dude, everybody was like, what the fuck? Everybody was yeah. like freaking out. And he was like, what the fuck, dude? He's, he's, he's weird, man. I mean, he, uh, I think he does things to get clicks sometimes. Yeah, like, it man. It doesn't feel genuine to me. Um, I feel like he's just a promoter, but I do, you know, I know he's done good work on some things, like, you know. Yeah, on the ground. He goes on the ground. Does the shit. Yeah. A lot of times I agree with a lot of what he says, but, like, when the election was happening, he was, he was like, shaming people who were questioning the election. I was like, dude. Yeah, yeah. That too. You're off base, man. You're not that smart. Like, you're not that well-read. You don't. I'm not that I am, but it's like, I know that he's missing a lot of stuff, and, I just, I understand someone like Jimmy not covering certain topics because he doesn't want to get thrown off. Yeah. But then on the other hand, I don't. Because on the other hand, I think he should just leave YouTube, go to another place, and, and everyone will go there. And it will become exactly. the new thing. Exactly. Leave all the liars and all the gaslighters, all the corporate people on YouTube and just go somewhere else and claim it as fucking this is where we tell the truth and talk about the election and talk about COVID and talk about everything. That's, I don't respect the fact that he stays on YouTube, even though I love him, I respect him a lot, but yeah. I don't respect the thing, this one thing that he stays on YouTube and he censors himself. He went on Joe Rogan. He's like, Oh, I can't talk about this. I can't talk about that. Cause I'm going to keep Yeah. Talking. Yeah. Like, you know, dude, you remember can, people love you. You can go to Rockfin or I don't really like Rockfin, but you can go to another one of these platforms that aren't censoring and make it the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it is it is um I saw I saw when he went on Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan said these little things here and there and I thought I was like, why is he not fucking putting yeah. Joe Rogan in his place for that shit? You know what I mean? Like because, you know, Joe Rogan Sometimes it's a little too, like, also, like, a little pro- American propaganda, you know, the whole... Yeah, yeah, I know. Pat- patriotism yeah. shit, you know? Yeah. A little bit, like, which... And Jimmy was but, like, you know, just say shit, you know? Like, when Joe Rogan was talking, we talked about it before, you didn't remember who the guy was, but the the, the kid that got murdered, um, Seth Rich, uh, who got murdered after the DNC leak, and they... A lot of people think that he's the one who leaked the emails to WikiLeaks. Yeah. And he got murdered in the street. Um, like Jimmy talked about it one time, and he got smeared by the Washington Post, and they put it in his Wikipedia. And he, I think he got scared, and he won't talk about it anymore. It's another subject he can't talk about. He was on Rogan, and Rogan talked about it, right? And then, like, people use it against Jimmy, like... He's like, I don't talk about Seth Rich. Yeah, but what about when you were on Rogan? And he's like, what? I didn't say a word. Joe talked about it. And, and then they're like, yeah, but, but you didn't tell him it was bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Like, and so, like, not only is he supposed to not talk about certain things, he's supposed to argue against 
the things that exactly. you're not allowed to say. Exactly. So if you're that afraid, like how can you be doing good journalism? And I mean, there are certain safe topics, and he sticks to those topics, and it's cool. I mean, he does a good job. I don't agree with him on Cuba, and maybe not Venezuela, but it's yeah. like you know, I I just. I think that if he was a true badass motherfucker, he would move to another. He would say, "Fuck you, YouTube! You censor me. I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna do business with you anymore." Yeah, and no, everybody, I... everybody, they should all do it. But him, the Comic Cats, Graham, Ron, all exactly. of them. We should but, all and move and especially to another platform. Especially, he's always calling out people where they don't touch certain topics. Right, the ones he wants to talk about, yeah. Exactly, the one he wants to talk about, but there's certain topics that he's not talking about, and that's what I, that's the thing. That's like that's what bothers me. So I'm like, I don't know. But the thing, what I'm telling you, I was a little tired, bro. It's like I'm I'm kind of like lost hope, you know, because the last no, couple not. of weeks, have you, dude? Have you seen Twitter the last couple of weeks? All these fucking commies or whatever, like they call themselves commies because all the names on Twitter that have the word commie on it. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're like half naked, showing boobs, showing ass. And then they, it was like last week, a bunch of guys too, like half naked guys. Like I'm like, and they all call like the Russian blah, 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 the commies or whatever. I'm like, is this a fucking, are this real, is this a left? I Okay, well, this is interesting to me because I've had the suspicion for about two or three months that a lot of these accounts are trolls, fake accounts. Right. Because they say things like, like, when did you first become a communist? Or, you know, what inspired you to become a communist? And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, like everybody that they, they think everybody who follows them is a communist. It's just a weird tone, and I've seen it yeah. in multiple tweets, and it makes me think that there's an there's someone with an agenda who's trying to promote communism on Twitter. Yeah, and I don't Stalinism, know. and like like the ones that say Stalin was great, like some of that shit. I think it's fake because it's too over the top, man. It's like I don't know. Like it makes me wonder if if it's you know. Part of part of the whole totalitarian plan is to get us, you know, some of us believing that that shit is great. I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. It is insane. All I know is like I'm seeing like, but nobody's talking about anything important. They're like half naked shit, dudes too, like dudes in yeah. towels and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> It doesn't seem real to me, man. Yeah, it's know. fucking weird. And it's then, for example, and also like the left is like I don't I don't think there's a left in America, dude. It's like no. it's a they're all fighting each other with a bunch of fucking. We're definitely bullshit. fighting each other, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've been I've been like muting everyone. Like, should I? You know, there's just like a line where it's like, fuck it, I don't. I don't trust you anymore. Like you're like Richard Wolf, like, you know, with his stupid vaccine comment. It's like, dude, this isn't even a fact. Like I know this is a fact. I know for a fact that what you're saying is a lie. 
and you're supposed to be someone I would follow, you know, about, um, you know, work-around businesses and things. Like, he's really smart about that stuff. But it's like, and maybe I shouldn't be that way, but it's like, how can, how can you be so smart on one thing and so stupid on another? <laughs> no, I guess we're humans. But that's the thing. That's, yeah. that's, why I, that's why I'm like, people act like somebody has a white coat. Whatever mm-hmm. comes out of his mouth is the fucking final truth. Oh, the final science proof thing, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. just because he's wearing a coat, you know, that looks like yeah. a doctor, you know? Well, that's when, a- you know, when in the old times, doctors used to fucking do ads for camel cigarettes, you know what I mean? For what? Yeah. For camel cigarettes. Have you seen those commercials? Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. They're a good choice of the doctors. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, it's yeah. like my father, who is a scientist, told me that he doesn't think there should be freedom of speech with science. And I was like, are you serious? And he's like, no, people should, if you're not a scientist, you shouldn't be able to like say whatever you want online about science. Like, but what about a scientist who doesn't agree with the other scientists? Like, there's studies that contradict each other, and there has to be debate. And, you know, in the end, maybe you have consensus, says one thing or another. But without the debate, if you just have one study and you have a, you have a power center, a government-aligned power center saying this is the study we're going to promote, and then they just censor everything else how do you have like real science like I, I don't even understand where he was coming from with that it's, it's crazy to me yeah. no it's crazy but it's because it's so hard to please everyone and everybody has a different opinion on certain things you know what I mean but you can have faith in like a government you can have faith in an institution or you can have faith in science and a scientific method and a conversation needs to happen where everybody has a voice and then and then they they battle it out and logic and, and whatever you know the truth exactly. is comes out in the end. But that's not what's happening. On common sense. If you if you because they're they're acting they're acting like like there's only one thing to know, which is if you get the vaccine everything is fine. No, there's also the thing that says you get the vaccine and you're not going to, you're going to get uh, lesser symptoms, less severe Mm -hmm. symptoms, but Mm -hmm. you can still get it and you Mm -hmm. can still give it to somebody else, Mm -hmm. you know? And that thing that you probably given, it might be the Delta variant, you know, Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. So... It's not like this shit is not out. No, it's, that shit is out. But these people are not able to say, okay, well, it should be, I know these facts, it should be a decision to take. But yeah. my decision on taking or not taking it, the only people that it's, not, that it's going to uh, affect is going to be myself. You know what I mean? yeah. If I don't take it, 
The only person that's going to be affected is going to be me. Right. That's it. You know? But uh, it's not like yeah. I'm going to give it to somebody else because with the vaccine, I'm still going to do the same thing. So stop using the word saving everyone and fucking protecting yeah. your loved ones. Like it's on you. Like it's on you. It's, yeah. You know what I mean? The other thing is like, okay, um, let's say that the vaccine, okay, it'll, it'll help you survive. And let's say there's a drug that will also, that you could take pills that will also help you survive. Yeah, exactly. If you take them. Now, why can't we have an honest debate? Why can't the state fund studies also for that? Because obviously half the population doesn't feel comfortable with this. So if you really care about stamping out the virus, why don't we invest in, in this other thing too and give people a choice? Hey, if you want to take these pills, take these pills, they both are going to work about the same. You know, one one will make your symptoms less by taking a pill. One will make your symptoms less by um, taking a vaccine. Like, what what is the harm in that? Like, but we're not doing it. We're not. It's like, I'm telling you, if you Google that shit, all of the articles are misinformation in, in the Google thing because they're saying that people are taking animal stuff. Like, and they're saying, like, Joe Rogan is taking animal and took the animal one. Like, they make you think that Joe Rogan took the fucking animal one. You know? Exactly. No, no. It's like, it's... The dude was, like, COVID-free in two days. No, and normally you would think the same, the same, the same thing they do with any other situations, any other illnesses or whatever, where they have a treatment. Why don't, exactly. You're just working on the vaccine, but you also have to think, okay, even if you're going to get it in either way, vaccinated or not, we should work on a treatment too. You know what I mean? Because it's going to get it either way. So, like you said, well, a treatment you know, would lesser your symptoms or, or get uh, good faster, you know, quicker, like get better faster or whatever. Yeah. And that's it. Like a couple of days, two or three days. Yeah. And the other thing is, there was an article about that. If you don't understand this article, it was about taking ivermectin after you got the vaccine. It's like, okay, so taking ivermectin after you get the vaccine also helps people allergically. So, like, that's even double protection. Why aren't they talking? Because some people are dying to take the vaccine. And if they are allowed to talk about something that might help them survive, even if they have the vaccine, that's kind of dangerous in people's lives, too. Um, the article, the, the Japanese medical article I read said that, like, thousands of people could have survived if they would have taken the ivermectin thing seriously from the beginning. So, like, you're mad at Trump for uh, killing all these people and they're not taking the thing seriously. Well, there's also this, this ivermectin thing that they could have it really seriously looked at from the beginning and saved a bunch of lives according to the study. And if that's true, you should be mad at those people too. And you should be mad at Google right now for putting most information out there saying that people think an animal do more Maryland or not, you know? 
Yeah. No, it's people are not mad about that. It's all political. It's like, it's very, they pick what they get mad about. They, you know, it's just not honest, man. And the thing is, like, it is political because the people they are using us like puppets, that's how it makes it political. But then there's all these other people, they're just the regular people like you and me, and they're on fucking Twitter fucking bashing people every time somebody has a question. You know what I mean? And treating you like an idiot. And I'm like, I'm not a rocket science, but I see things and I have questions. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if you don't yeah. want to use your brain. You just don't want to use yeah. your own shit and you just stop these guys telling you this is the way it is. And you say, okay, my Lord, whatever the fuck. Yeah. But I have questions. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe I'm such an idiot that I have questions. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, they should be able to satisfy your 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 questions with good answers instead of just stamping out, you know. Exactly. Why don't you try to educate me? Try to educate exactly. me instead of fucking insult me. Yeah. That's what yeah. I told them all of my kids once. Uh, was something else that happened? Mm-hmm. I think it was for, for the thing. And she was like, luckily that, you know, that uh, hit that nerve, and then she was like, okay, let's talk later, whatever, blah, 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 you know? Because I was mm-hmm. telling her, like, you know, that's not an answer. Your answer is treating me like a fucking idiot. I have serious questions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know they're your kids, you're the mother, and, you know, whatever. The law gives everything to the mother, you know? Yeah. Or whatever. Custody and all that shit. But I have a father too, and asking him a fucking question because he's my kid, and also I have questions. But that's the thing that the people don't like that simple thing of okay, this the more people you vaccinate, the worse is the fucking variant that is coming up, mm-hmm. and then nobody's saying that shit. That doesn't make you question that shit too, like or like why are you focused only on vaccines and not on a remedy? Yeah. You have a headache, they give you aspirin. You have COVID, you give you this. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. But you have fucking put in 100%. That would be ideal. Yeah. Right? Ideal. Yeah. Exactly. It's funny, man. Like, how many, you know, I'm a, I am like really allergic to fake cold remedies. Like, people yeah. come up to me all the time, like, take zinc. And I'm like, dude, that's zinc bullshit has been debunked for 20 years. Like, the art teacher had, like, I don't know, some some person yeah. got the idea about zinc, and they put out a product, and everybody was like, it doesn't help. I took it. It doesn't help. It's like, I'm the first one to say that's bullshit. Like, I'm not, you know, all these cold yeah. remedies are bullshit. They've not cured a common cold. Nothing works. Nothing will ever work. Anything that I take makes me feel worse. You know, drink orange juice. It doesn't help. You know, yeah. the only thing that helps is taking Tylenol or aspirin or something that relieves your fever yeah. a little bit. Or, or if you are oh, NyQuil when you want to, you know, you want to be able to breathe at night sleep. And, and sleep all night long instead of being like coughing or whatever. Yeah, but you, to me, there's a price with that. Like, I don't like how it makes me feel, so I don't do it. But Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. But, but, you know, it's like I'm the first one who would be 
I, if I smelled bullshit with this stuff, I would be the first one to be like, yeah, that's fucking bullshit. And there's a lot of those videos with these doctors that make these crazy plot proclamations. And I think, eh, I don't buy into everything everybody says. You know? yeah. But when I see a study, studies, 40 studies, and it's like the, the medical, the, some medical journal of Japan, you know, and it's, it's like, I read the whole thing. It's like 50 pages. The whole thing makes sense to me, you know? And they acknowledge a lot. They say we we couldn't get the budget to do a, like a full on hardcore you know perfect study, but we have so many of them coming in, and we're looking at all of them. Like you know, it's, to me it was honest, and everything was good. Like there was no there was no negative about it. Yeah. So it's like I I don't know. I just I it just I do have sort of a sense of when something doesn't feel right, and none of the stuff coming from the propaganda angle feels right. It just doesn't. It, it is. It is. And it's frustrating, bro. It's frustrating. It's, it is really frustrating. To tell the truth. Uh, all, yeah. Everything combined, because it's, times are so crazy now, that yeah. everything is combined. Like the whole shit with Cuba, the COVID, the thing with Cuba, the fucking vaccine, mm-hmm. and everything is like, damn, bro, like, but this shit happening. I think they're gonna have uh, tomorrow. They're having uh, some protests. Congress, dude. Yeah, yeah. What What do you think is gonna happen? I mean, I know it's good. by the time you post this, it's gonna be over already. But yeah, I mean, all these people, a lot of these people, were the first ones to say that they should arrest all this, all the people who marched on Congress. You know. Um, yeah. on January 6th. Like, the whole goal of that, to me, was to make it illegal to yeah. occupy Congress. So they're going to occupy To me, that's, like, brave, right? But, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. If they go and occupy... Do you think there's going to be, like, more cops there than there were for the Trump thing, where there's going to be 80,000 people? I think there's going to be. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. And, I and think... I think no, no, I think... Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's going to be... Definitely more cops, especially now. They have to because they already make all this big deal about this shit. But yeah. these people yeah. that gonna go, they're 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 my respect to them because me too. They, me too. They're gonna get beat the shit out of them. Yeah, so, I hope not. You know, yeah, I hope not. But hey, you know how it is. So, what are they asking for? Was it Medicare for all or? Oh, it's the rent. The rent? Yeah, I think it's the rent, the rent thing. The thing that yeah. um, AOC and, Cor- and yeah, Cory Bush, they make Did the whole fucking that yeah, that's stone, that's stone. They they pull over there the fucking uh, fake ass protests. <laughs> were they? Were they? Were the guy asked a question like, we're gonna put some music on right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And that was that. Who was that? That was uh, uh, Corey Bush. That's Corey Bush. Yeah, Corey Bush. <laughs> dude, it's a, it, dude. It is a fucking mess, bro. It is a mess. It's like I don't know what to do. It's like hilarious. I, I was thinking about it, like, and I was thinking about it. I'm like, I was about to tell, like, dude, I'm so tired. Like, I, I wonder if we just we're wasting our time. You know, either way, we're having a great time. Yeah. 
you and I, you know, talking about these things, you know. Well, it's is, a big release just to talk to someone. Exactly. Really and uh, it's like a thera therapeutic. And also, yeah. you know, we learn new things, you know, sure. whatever. Yeah. And uh, But I'm like, it is not worth it, bro. We need to focus on our shit. Uh, let's do yeah. music. Let's focus on this shit and forget about this bullshit because it yeah. is impossible. Trevor, uh, John, it is impossible. It's fucking impossible. And, 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 you know, um, that's yeah. why I'm like, go ahead. No, no, sorry. I'm not, so we can finish the idea, I'm sorry. They are giving Glenn, Glenn, uh, you know, what's his name? The, the gate. Glenn, yeah, Glenn Greenwald. A hard yeah. time because he's going to Tucker Carson <laughs> to spread <laughs> anti-war messages. Yeah, no. Well, and, I'm like, war. and I'm like, dude, you don't have to explain anything <laughs> to anybody. You know what to do and what needs to be done. Fuck these bitches, bro. And My it's like, it's Bradley Man. It's it's uh, what's Chelsea Manning is doing it. Like, did you dude, see that shit? One of my best friends is a fucking Trump supporter. Everything he's send me something to talk to Carson. So if this message can go through him and maybe make him change his mind about the war and all that shit, yeah. or, the, or, or, or the image of the patriotism and the flag and all this bullshit. Yeah. Of course, man. I mean, that should be a no-brainer. So be a fact outrage, man. Chelsea Manning is doing... Some kind of assignment. Someone gave her that fucking assignment. Yeah, dude, that's she crazy. She was anti-war. What was in her heart when she leaked that stuff was she was traumatized by the idea of uh, the war stuff that we were doing, and this is this is just. This, no, no. You know, they got to her. Been tortured. She, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like I forget it. Like, it's terrible to see. Dude, they got to her. They got to her. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Because. Yeah. Come on. She's like a IT expert and stuff like that. Come on. You're a smart person. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares where you go to deliver your message? Who cares? It's bullshit. If you can get any any of these Trumps any of these right wingers just to be in sympathy on with the Turkey Carson. Mm -hmm. Just to be on the same team with Turkey Carson. To start listening to this message, maybe we in the future we're gonna get both sides of the country agreeing against the war. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or or yeah. seeing what's going on with this each with this charade that they have. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's horrible, man. It's horrible. That's that's but you know, like my father, like not to pick on him because he's great, but you know, he's really not anti-war. He, he, you know, when when the Assange thing happened, he was like, I don't know, even Snowden. I don't think he's pro Snowden or pro Assange. Like, you know, he's, yeah. he's essentially a conservative, but he thinks the Democratic Party is better than the Republican Party. And it's like, you know, I think that's, I don't know if it's the majority or not, but it's a lot of people. They're really not anti-war. I mean, they've been given pro-war propaganda all their lives, like. Very few people are anti-war. Dude, I remember when 9/11 happened. 
Mm-hmm. I was all for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was all for it. I was like, no, let's go kick their asses. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was yeah. like, this yeah. is something, this is because that shit was fucking nuts. And that was my first reaction I was like, no, no, this motherfucker, they need to, they need a lesson. These bitches, yeah. they need a lesson. But it, yeah. in that moment, I wasn't into, I didn't know what I know now. Dude, it took me years to come around to questioning the official 9-11 story. I mean, uh, years, you know, I watched the first documentary they did about it, Loose Change, and I was like, oh my God. Um, uh, you know, but it was like, I don't know, four years later, three, four years after, you yeah. know, before I started to question, but I definitely didn't, I realized that the Iraq war was bullshit. Like I could see yeah. they really would just wanted to go to war. Talking about that, there's a couple of movies now on Netflix about 9-11. Mm. At least one of them seems like it might be because I was like, oh, this is going to be some fucking propaganda. But yeah. I saw the I saw the clip, but no, it looks like it's actually stating something. Some, you know? Sometimes they're subtle with it, you know? Yeah, sometimes yeah. They suck you in, like with the JFK ones. But um, you, you know you know what made me really start thinking about it? Because one time I came across, before I came across about the whole incident with the Building 7 or whatever, yeah, building. I think it's building seven. I don't know. Yeah, I saw yeah, one. Ahead. I saw one. It was this black firefighter. Mm-hmm. An interview with a guy right in Ground Zero, the same day it happens or the next day or something. And the firefighter was saying, and he was a chief, some shit. Mm-hmm. And I think that day he wasn't working. He was his day off, and he ended up going over there because, you know, that's how it, mm-hmm. that's how it happened. He was like, "Fuck, these people need help." So, and he, when they asked an interview, he said, "This is bullshit." <laughs> he was saying, "There's no way this shit can fucking fall like this." And he was talking about that shit. It's like, no, I heard the explosions. I was like, it was boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. The explosions came from I've below. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I've seen that guy. You know? And and the guy was talking about that shit. The, the guy was saying, I heard the explosions. Boom, boom, boom. And there was nothing on top. It was on the bottom. It was around. It wasn't, you know what I mean? It didn't come from up there. It was around here. So somebody did something here. You know? It's not the airplane. And I was like, hmm, interesting. And then I started seeing, like, scientists talking about it. Like an easy thing, you know what I mean? Like for kids. There's one I saw that's like hilarious. Like this guy, he did like a basically, he put two piles and then he took one pile off and he just let it fall. Uh, basically saying, there's no way that that shit could have destroyed this thing from the bottom to up. You know what I mean? Like, like it yeah. went down, it's like this shit, there is no way. Like right. he was saying like basically there's no way that the heat would have destroyed the building. The building came out from the bottom. It was like the fucking demolition, that shit. You know? Yeah, so, yeah for sure. What? 
I'm definitely not an expert on the 9-11 stuff, but um, when I worked for that website, uh, I got to know a guy who works for 9-11 Truth, the, the architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth. So these are all architects and engineers. And they have a petition, and there's like thousands of architects and engineers that have signed on to say there's no way this could have happened. And they focus on Building 7, you know, because, you know, it's... No, that's something else. It, but, yeah, it wasn't hit by a plane, and it still came down. Yeah. So that's why. Um, so how the fuck did that happen? You know, like, that's not even a stretch. Like, what the fuck? Like, when has that ever happened? Because um, how many, how many, now that we're talking about it, how many planes there were? There were two. Two planes. Three two towers. planes on each towers. But then there was one on the Pentagon, right? Oh, yeah. There was a plane that hit, allegedly a plane that hit the Pentagon, yeah. Allegedly. And that's it. That was, the only, that was the only one that, uh, but is that the same plane that went down because, some passengers decided to fight no, the people in there. No, that was so the one. You're right. So there were four planes total. The only two hit the towers. You're right. Oh, okay. But one that crashed in like Pennsylvania or something. Exactly. But if that if that building seven fell off by itself, like yeah. the same way, it could have yeah. been like one of those two would decide to go over there, but it didn't make it because people fought over there and they fucking something happened. Well, yeah. Who knows? He was supposed to be... He... story, maybe that one was going to go to the White House. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. It crashed. It's nuts. It, it, yeah. But either way, something is not right. Yeah. The same thing, the same thing that is happening with the whole corona from the very beginning. Yeah. From the very beginning, because I remember... Yeah. I remember the first thing I saw about the virus mm -hmm. was an early, early, which month was it? It was like around, I don't even remember, but it was before, way before it got here. Mm -hmm. And it was these videos. I saw one video. One video was in Spanish. Mm -hmm. They were interviewing somebody this Chinese, but this is Chinese guy that speaks Spanish. Mm -hmm. And there was another girl that I guess she's the daughter of a scientist that he also made another video, but the whole thing started in China and everything, the whole thing was about how China was trying to keep it quiet and not mm -hmm. tell how many people or how this shit spread out. But the Chinese dude was saying, fuck, you know, everybody's dying over here in this fucking lab, and this is fucked up. And he came mm -hmm. from here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But that, I remember there were those were the first videos that I saw, like, when I started listening, oh, this is weird. This is crazy. And then, boom, it got in here, like, at the beginning of the year. Right. Something. But, uh... It's crazy, like, from the very beginning, and then the other video, it came out, it was called, uh, what's it called? It's about this lady that had her thing with Fauci, and I think she was, she working in Wuhan, and this, 
it was called plague or something, uh, plan pandemia. Is it not so cool? Okay, yeah, maybe I didn't see it. And well, I saw it, and she was blaming basically Fauci for all that shit, and that she used <laughs> right. to work with, like she used to work with Fauci, but supposedly people saying she stole some documents or wow. some shit. But either way, whatever, that's mm -hmm. something that you're like, this is weird, and then somehow yes, he's connected and his thing, and somehow. All the emails that came out saying that he's connected, kind of, with the Luhan laboratory. And yeah, I mean, he was doing the research that was risky that Obama told him not to do, and then he started yeah. doing it again. And um, you know, I, I don't know. There's so much. Like, I can't wait for RFK Jr.'s book to come out. I mean, he says that like Fauci and or like. Bill Gates approached Fauci in the early 2000s and said, let's vaccinate the world, you know. And so th there's the motive right there. And, and Bill Gates has a video where he says, we need to, the TED Talk, where he says, we need to lower the population by like 2 million or something like that. And he says, with vaccines, we can do it if we do it right. And like, how does that make any sense? Lower the population with vaccines. How are you going to do that without killing people or making it so people can't have babies or something? Like, what do you, what is your, like, here at that slip out and people bring it up all the time. And he, I don't know that he's ever corrected it or explained it. Wow. Like, you can watch it. It's on YouTube. Look up Bill Gates' TED Talk and watch it. And he says it. Like, we need to lower the U.S., we need to lower the world's population by, like, 2 million. If we do vaccines right, we can do it. Something like that. What the fuck? That's that? why people say he's a eugenicist. So, you know, he approaches Fauci in the early 2000s, so let's vaccinate the world. I don't know if it's true, but that's what R.K. Right. Jr. says. I know, like, also even before before the whole COVID thing or whatever, mm -hmm. I remember seeing an article about Bill Gates being sued, sued by India or something because mm -hmm. some vaccine thing, they threw some kids and the kids were dying or having health issues. Mm -hmm. Like they were basically experimenting with those kids. But they yeah. they they kind of like tricked their parents into it somehow. Yeah. You know, dude, the same thing they did with the fucking black people here and that famous yeah. syphilis shit. Right. And, and Pfizer has a case that Whitney Webb talks about in Africa where they killed a bunch of people and they had to pay out to exactly. Pfizer. So that's Pfizer. Exactly. But people think like, I don't know why people are so reluctant to don't look at it as a, hmm, something fishy I here. You know? I know, man. I mean, it's like, because they're just not used to not trusting the government. The, the, the idea of not trusting the government scares them so bad. Like my dad, I told him that Obama, Obama told his friends at a dinner party when they asked him, why did you, why did you betray the progressives? He said, you, can, you know what happened to Dr. King? That's what Obama said. That was his reason why he didn't, you didn't, you know, do progressive shit as the, pre as the president. And I told my dad that, and he couldn't sleep that night. Like, he, like it kept him up. That no idea, that Obama said that. Like, 
to me, well, it's pretty shocking actually when I first heard it. But yeah, I mean, it's you know, yeah. No. He, now he says. Now he says. He 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 thought about it. And he says well, that's because of the Republicans. He was afraid of the Republicans. And I was just like, oh my god, dude! Like you're so brainwashed. No disrespect intended. It's just I think that's how people's brain works. Like they're they're terrified at the thought they are, that they there's are. something that they they're, can't trust. You know, the people in power. Yeah, they are. They are. And even Jimmy Dore. I mean, even people like Jimmy Dore. I feel still have faith that someone can go in there and go to Washington and change things for the people. Like I, I don't think that third party is going to make any difference whatsoever. Yeah, dude. That's what I was telling you. It's just fo- yeah. better focus on our shit, bro. Because, you know, yeah. it's not worth it getting upset about it or anything because it's like, I actually have friends like that. I have a friend, like, very good friend of mine, and he's like that. He's like, dude, this is all rigged. Forget about it. Don't even think about that shit. Just focus yeah. on this shit, you know what I mean? No, I because, think that's the best thing to do. And Yeah. And, and, you know, I know I talk about Bitcoin all the time, but I think it really is a, a, a way that we can all help each other and help ourselves in the future. I think, dude, what would happen if everybody said, you know what, from now on, I'm not gonna canvas for anybody. I'm not gonna send money to anybody. Fuck this shit. I don't give a fuck if you're a Republican or a Democrat. I don't give a shit. Don't talk to me anymore about politics. I don't give a fuck. You figure it out. That's it. Yeah. If everybody does that shit, then they don't have nothing to do. They who are they going to? Yeah, and, and they should buy Bitcoin with the money that they would give to the candidates. Exactly. Now this motherfucker. I'm telling you, if you if you buy as much as you can, as often as you can, there's going to be a point where it's growing more than you're making money every day at work. That's how fast it grows. And I can see it, like I did that chart I sent to you. You can predict how, kind of roughly, how it's going to grow and how much you'll have in a year, two years, three years, depending on how much you put in or whatever. It's like I can see that in like three years maybe, potentially, because I put some of my retirement in there. I just had like some retirement I was able to transfer. Uh, It's growing so much faster than, like I already grew as much as it would have grown in 10 years. And if I would have kept it in the stocks or whatever, like I can, I can see that there's a point in the near future where I might not have to work. I might be making enough in Bitcoin interest, you know, growth or whatever every year to where I'm making more than I would make it work. <laughs> and it's like everybody, especially your kids, especially young people should like, even if you just put 500 in, like you'll be a millionaire in 12 years, you know? Dude, I need to get on that shit. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I don't want to like bug you about it, but I really think once you do it, and you see it, you see it going up, it makes you just want to buy more. And I mean, there's no magic bullet. I don't, I can't be a hundred percent sure what's going to happen yeah. with it. But, no, I'm, I'm I mean, definitely going to get on it, but I, I'm more like a visual guy. I, I have to see how it's done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. How? Well, if you ever want to screen share, we could screen share, and I could help walk you through some stuff oh okay yeah we should do it man yeah the thing is you have to hook it up up to your bank account you can't 
it depends on where you go. Like I went to one site where I bought some and I couldn't transfer it anywhere because I'm like, you don't own enough. And it was like, I was like, oh, you motherfuckers. Like I'm stuck with that shit there. Yeah. They won't let me transfer it. But, um, or I can't figure it out. It's too hard. But um, there's a couple of sites that I think are pretty cool. That, um, not yeah, that I use. Because, what I'm yeah. using is called Tasa, and I think it's great. And, um, you know, they also yeah. let you do separate wallets. Like, you can have your own account, and you could create separate wallets for your kids. So you could, like, oh, just put $10 in for the, for $10 in each one for my kids. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's just, you know, once in a while, stick a little bit in there. And, and, you know, in the end, you might be giving them, you know, each a million dollars, you know. Nice. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's it's yeah. like how or, long or a college, you know, a college thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely gonna look into that, man. Like, uh, let's figure it out. Yeah, I think let's everybody should do it. It's it's the best way to to just fuck the machine, and um, like people are become people have become millionaires. Like, it's and it's not about like becoming rich and like an oligarch it's about like you know being able to save yourself from what's coming which is like yeah ai and all our jobs being you know and like working yourself to death with no retirement you know like i just had my review at work i got like a tiny rate like i'm never going to get a decent raise i'm never ever ever like they're going to keep me down no matter what yeah it's, like, it's I was thinking about that it's shit. Like freedom, like, you know, financial freedom is what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, we have to, man. Uh, because these people, I don't know, the way I see it, dude. And I was thinking, okay, what do they want to do with us? Because if they try to make everything AI, mm -hmm. selfless cars, you know, self-driving cars, uh, yeah. Everything, you know, the food, the restaurants, and everything. Right. People with no jobs. What the fuck are they gonna do? Are you gonna pay for everything? Well, like, are you gonna I, you have know, like they, a like a Cuban food little book? Well, that's that's you know we talked about it before. I personally think that might be where all these communists are coming from. They're promoting communism. There's there's the um, the the I don't remember where this is from, but it's something to do with the Great Reset, where they say something like, you will own nothing and you will be happy. That's the vision of the future that they are promoting, the elites. And so that's communism, right? You own well, nothing and you're happy. That's communism. We're moving toward totalitarianism. We can see it. We're freedom to the speech is being taken away every single day. Yeah. Right before our eyes, and no one's doing anything about it. And then we got all these weird people on Twitter promoting communism, like not democratic socialism, like communism. They're they're talking about Stalin like he was great. You go into the conversations, and it's just like, you know, Stalin was the greatest leader in the, in the history of man, like stuff like that. And it's like, well, this doesn't even feel real, you know. I mean, exactly. I've seen tons and tons of tweets where it doesn't even feel. It feels like someone's promoting an agenda. So I'm not I'm the last person who would say like they're we're becoming communist, but I don't know, man. I mean that might be what. But then you know you've got funny? you've got eugenicists, you've got eugenicists promoting a vaccine, 
it's like the, the plan also may be to kill a bunch of us. You know what's funny? Like, our shows, we are, you know, progressive, mm-hmm. you know, left. Yeah. But what we were talking right now, that's exactly what my mom and my dad said and my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I know, they, man. You know, we, we are agreeing something. You know what I mean? But I know. Because it is, there's things that's happening. You can't deny. It's like, it's like when I say, okay, you go to Pasadena, and everywhere you go, it's like Chinese people. Mm-hmm. And they're building new buildings, and the people that are going to come live over here is going to be Chinese people. I don't know if they're coming from China, or I don't know what mm-hmm. the fuck. Yeah. And the apartments are going to be like $5,000 each month mm-hmm. or $10,000. Who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's like top of the line that I see that I'm building, bro. And yeah. every time I do go with these buildings, it's like a bunch of people that live there, mostly Asian people. Uh, Did you see... Oh, go ahead. If I say something like this, people might be thinking, oh, this guy is like, uh, you know what I mean? Racist mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or... have You know, I'm like, no, I'm just... I have a couple eyes and I see yeah. every day and I've been in this town for years and I notice right now you walk on the streets and, you know. Right. Well, it's definitely yeah. something worth noting. I mean, we can't prove anything, but you can put it all together and kind of have a theory. Um, I was, I don't know if you saw the Mark Crispin Miller lecture he gave out on the, uh, like, in, I don't know, it was in Central Park or somewhere in New York on the street corner talking about all the, the stuff with the vaccine and stuff and um, he was just like, these people are eugenicists, and you know, he's a leftist. He's like a total leftist guy. But he said something about China along these lines, you know. Yeah. And some heckler started going, no, you're promoting a cold war with China. He's like, no, I'm not promoting a cold war with China. You hate China. You're exactly. like, no, I don't hate China. He's like, I don't hate China. It's not what I'm. He goes, see how they try to shout you down, like, you know. Yeah. And, and it was like really interesting because the guy was just like yelling stuff out, but you could tell he didn't really believe it. You know what I mean? He, yeah, like he yeah. was paid to do it. You know, it was really exactly. weird. Because really? the people, the people, that's the first reaction uh, online or whatever. You know, yeah. like sometimes, but I have to. You, why? If I say it now, I'm gonna get all these people thinking I'm a racist yeah. now because because I notice, like, you know. When you walk now over there, you know, out of 10 people, seven Chinese, okay? I mean, if they're immigrants and they came to the U.S. and they became really successful, you know, that's that's one thing. But you're, I think you're thinking more like there are people from China, like elites from China. Exactly. The way I'm thinking, the way I'm Which thinking is... Which is a communist is, country, right? Exactly. This is a communist country, which... Uh, I know there's a lot of poverty. I met a guy one time, he told me there's people that live on the ground, like in the movies, like in the fucking mm-hmm. futuristic movies, the people that live down there in the mm-hmm. fucking ground, like cities. Wow. They have cities on the ground, on the tunnels or whatever the fuck. Wow. I met one guy in Miami, he lived in Hong Kong for I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. Starting or whatever the fuck. He told me, I said, there's a cities down there. 
below the thing, you know? Mm. And it has a lot of poor people in that country. So, and if the right. owners are communists and if the army and the general, the same thing that we all know how it is, Right. They come to this country because the people from Cuba do it too. The government from yeah. Cuba and Venezuela, they all have houses in Miami. Uh, you know what I mean? They all have houses yeah. in Miami. They all have property in Miami. And, you know, you don't know about it. But the Cubans know because, in, you know, the Cubans in Miami, they have their own radio stations, whatever, mm-hmm. or the TV shows and they actually have people that go and there and confront them. And, you know, because of the Internet, too. The other day I saw a video of this guy. I guess it's a guy from Venezuela. And he was in a, in a, in a, in a, in a mall in Miami. And he recognized a fucking general hmm. from the Hugo Chavez era, from wow. from fucking Venezuela. <laughs> yeah. They killed a lot of people. They put a lot of people in jail, you know. And he saw in the mall, and he said, hey, motherfucker. I, I, oh, so, wow. you, so, you, so you, what are you doing over here buying the it's fucking mall? mall? Exactly. At the fucking wow. mall. What the fuck are you doing? That's and then, And the guy who just are walking, he didn't want to look. And then his wife or his daughter or whatever, just the one giving the guy shit. Oh, because I know your dad or whatever. He's a fucking asshole. He's a, he's a murderer. And he's like, what the fuck is he doing over here in the, in, in the empire? What is he doing buying shit in the empire? Buying wow. capitalistic shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. And that's what happening in Miami with Cubans too. People that yeah. once in a while you hear they have houses, they have everything. That shit came out when um, that thing that happened with uh, Pablo Escobar. At the same time, that was at the same time they started looking into it. And they started finding out these generals from Cuba, they have like, they will wear Rolex and shit and fucking living in Miami. They have con houses in Miami, properties in Miami, you know, like mansions and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the whole family, they're always in Europe and they buy, you know, they have, they live like kings, bro. They live yeah. like kings and shit. But then people don't know that shit, you know? But, yeah. uh, I know, I got I lost in the fucking conversation. Well, well, we can bring it back around to the China thing, but, you know. Yeah. So, oh yeah, so basically it was known that these people come over here. So they come over here, who's going to come from China with billions of dollars? Well, you're absolutely right, yeah. Who? who? Not, 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 not the people. Exactly, not the regular people. It's generals, fucking <laughs> army guys, presidents, whatever, our, uh, yeah. government people. The people that have the people in China oppressed. They come in over here and they say, oh, I'm going to buy this, I'm going to buy that. And this government don't say shit. These countries, they don't tell them yeah. shit. As long as well, they that, pay their taxes or whatever they have to pay, sure. that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was Whitney Webb or someone talked about that it started with Nixon. Like Nixon started to do, you know, peace talks with China. and Oh, no, I think it was... Um, his guy, what's that guy's name, uh, who Hillary was friends with, who worked with Nixon, the diplomat dude. From where? Oh, from which country? Uh, he was he was Nixon's right hand man. What's his name? 
I can't think of his name. I'm so stupid. <laughs> All right. Um, he, uh, I, I, um, hold on. I'll edit this. Nixon Cabinet. What's his name? You looking it up? Harry something. Henry. Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger. Oh, Henry Kissinger. Um, Henry Kissinger's, you know, supposedly maybe is, has been collaborating with the Chinese ever since the Nixon administration on a plan, you know, and, and this could be the plan, you know, yeah. to merge with China. Um, I mean, our empire is sinking. Our empire is falling apart. You know, you saw the Taliban now. I, I, the French with China now. They claim them as their as their top uh, ally. So that's interesting. We leave the Taliban. We leave Afghanistan. We leave them all this equipment. They claim China is their biggest ally. Weird. Like, why are we even leaving Afghanistan? Why Why would Joe Biden leave Afghanistan? It doesn't make any sense. It is weird. Everything is everything is really weird. Like, yeah. But the thing is, like, they're making it so obvious. They're making it like this drastic shit happening yeah. all at once. It's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. But there's still people that, like I said, they give shit to Glenn because he's going to talk to Carson instead of focus on the big picture. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all this shit is happening. I see people on Facebook right away start doing the like signaling, you know, virtual signaling thing. Like, oh, the women in Afghanistan. Oh, and I'm like, dude, wow, yeah, what the fuck? That's, Are you guys that's one thing? Like he, that guy, like the bass player, Leland Scar or whatever. He's the fuck. Every thing I already like muted him. I like, I don't want to see anything. Who is it? <laughs> the bass player, the Leland Scar. Uh, oh, name? that dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, come on, bro. And then I go after after post on. I'm like, dude, are you serious? You guys, fucking voting for war? Get the fuck out of here, dude. You should see a lot of people. <laughs> the first, what do you think the first response? talk about about uh, Trump the first response uh, that was that was their first response and I'm like yeah. of course I'm criticizing Biden I must be a Trump supporter huh you're so fucking clever you're so clever you know what I mean I'm like oh, you guys are so and the guy and the guy posted something about Trump and he's like you guys are so easy to to what's the, what's the word he said you know, like 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 we were so easy to fuck with, you know. You can't you can't win, dude. You're either a Trump supporter or you're an oligarch with property nope. in fucking but Cuba. I'm like or you're a CIA agent. Exactly, and I'm the, and I'm like, dude, the jokes on you, bro. The jokes on you. You're the one assuming I'm a Trump supporter. Like I don't oh, give a fuck about man. Trump. Trump can fucking, uh, you know die of a uh, huge diarrhea right now. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't give a shit about Trump yeah. or any Republican yeah. shit. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not into on the blue and red shit. You know? That, the joke is on you. You're the fucking one easy to punk bitch. Yeah. You know? 
fucking idiot, right. man. But that's how it is. That's how it is. That's why it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth yeah. it. It's not worth it. It's so stupid. And they all like try to prove like they're the greatest beings on earth or whatever. It's like, get the fuck out of here, bro. That's why I'm, I'm telling you. It's like, I think it is why this uh, Chinese uh, Lao Tzu the guy that I was always telling you about, the the guy that created Taoism, mm -hmm. the Tao Te Ching or whatever, mm -hmm. dude, basically he says everything that's happening. He's basically he's always talking about that shit. Like he's but he's basically saying you have to let the shit fall by its own weight. You know what I mean? That's it. He's like that's it. You, there's nothing you can do about it. Like, no, and like he says, like the what's one thing that he says like. He's talking about you, about patriotism, and he mm -hmm. says when the country is in chaos, that's when you have all of a sudden the patriotism thing. You know what I mean? Because it's uh, I don't know. It is, and there's no way you can get people together that agree on or try to spot where is it that we have a yeah. common ground. To talk about you know what I mean? it's interesting i mean that's that's what um marcus from miller he was he wrote that article about um uh, caitlin johnstone and he was just like she, she's focusing on shit that's not even important right now like in his eyes we're being taken over by freaking nazis that want us to take these shots and all this stuff and like he might be overdoing it i don't know but you know he he said in the speech he did that Caitlin Johnstone is bored by all that stuff. And he was like, she's bored by it. I think it's the most important thing that we could be looking at right now, which is, you know, this whole medical tyranny shit. And, I mean, I kind of agree. That's what worries me the most right now. Yeah. No, but it is just... true that people are going to be losing their homes. I mean, I have so much, like, it's so hard for me to agree with anybody 100%. Like, I love the Bitcoin people, but they're just like, more money printing for, like, helping people with rent. Like, Max Tizer retweeted Jimmy Dore, who said, like, all these people are going to lose their homes. And he's just like, why do all these progressives want more money printing? And they think that's going to solve the problem. It just creates inflation. Why don't they get it? And I'm like, okay, but what are you doing right now? I understand you're creating Bitcoin millionaires, but what are you doing to help these people who are going to be out on the street, dude, and the people who are already out on the street. Like, how does Bitcoin help those people? You know? I mean, exactly. I'm sure you can make an argument for, like, all the Bitcoiners are eventually going to become millionaires and they're going to come back and help the people. Like, I don't know. Like, what is the fucking plan? So I don't yeah. understand criticizing Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore doesn't just say to print more money for the... For, it's dishonest to say that he's saying to just print a bunch of money to go and like rescue all these people. He's saying, stop the wars, stop, you know, pr imprisoning people who just smoked weed and, and spend that money on here at home, making things better, creating jobs for people and stuff. He's not even necessarily advocating for handouts. He's, you know, it's like, he's saying if people can't go to work, you should pay their salaries like other countries do. Exactly. So I don't agree with Max Kaiser, and then I don't agree with Jimmy on everything because I think he's missing some stuff, and I don't agree with. It's like I don't agree with anyone 100. percent Yeah. No, me neither. Me neither. Like Jimmy today, for example, 
when he was talking in the video that I was watching, he was talking about Afghanistan. Um, mm. he, you know, of, of course, he, I know where he's coming from. He's coming from Al Qaeda, all that shit. And yeah. that we created, you know, no, we, the United States created Al Qaeda, all that shit. Or at least the Taliban, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the Taliban, yeah. But the. Um, and we, and I should say, we did support Osama bin Laden. He was in CIA assets for years. Exactly. No, and Reagan was the one, the fucking. I seen the yeah. pictures all the, yeah. and actually Reagan, Ronald Reagan, fucking praising that guy, saying that he was the next fucking hero, some the next warrior, <laughs> some bullshit. Yeah, so that's anyway, not even controversial. Go ahead. Yeah, but Jimmy was he tried to make a point, but to try to make a point, he said something that I'm like, mm, I don't think so. He said like, Afghanistan was socialist, and I'm like, no, no, no Afghanistan well, wasn't socialist. Heard- the Russians were. Occupying Afghanistan, no, right? No. Well, I now it's not well known, but I've read our uh, when I used to work for Who at Why, who were not socialist at all. Well, maybe I should take that back. I don't know, but they they said that women used to have rights in Afghanistan, and that you know things were much better for women, and you know it was a much more modern society until we started to arm the Mujahideen against the Russians and baited the Russians to come and invade. And then they had the war. And that's when, like, that's where Osama bin Laden was fighting Russia, you know, and that we created the, the we created that extremist government. Oh, um, so the situation so th- was better before the Russians. That's the story. And I could look it up and I could, you know, send you some info, and I don't know what's true. I mean, I, I think okay. that that's true. Yeah, send it to me that, because I always yeah. thought that, but when United States got in there involved, it was it was already occupied by Russia, I think. I think. No, I always, we baited them. We baited them. Hmm. We, I always thought we, that Russia we, occupied Afghanistan. No, 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 no. Okay. I couldn't. That, that was the whole story. It was like it was like Vietnam to us. Like we we couldn't. Um, who was talking about it? About the the somebody was talking about Afghanistan and how it's just like one valley after another after another after another after another. And each one of those valleys, you know, like really steep, like valleys and mountains and valleys and mountains going on and on and on and on for thousands of miles and it's like each one of those things has a different culture and a different a different um you know government and you know it's like just all like impossible to fight a war there and and win and and i think they knew that russia couldn't win and they baited them like somehow they got them to to invade by arming the mujahideen against the russians or something like that and it was Hmm. a trap Okay. And that's what helped bring down the Soviet Union, allegedly. Hmm. Interesting. And it was Carter. It was even before Reagan. Carter. It was Brzezinski, who was the you know the whatever Carter's guy. Um, he was like the, the neoliberal brain behind the whole operation. And I think he continued to work with Reagan. And that's an example of where, like, it doesn't matter, Democrat or Republican, it's the same foreign policy, you know. This mm, guy, well, Brzezinski, who, well, she's I, the daughter, his daughter is on that Morning Joe show, Brzezinski. 
Oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The lady anyway. from the show? I forgot uh-huh. her name. No, I forgot her name. No, I guess I was wrong. But anyways, if you get a chance, send me the... Uh, the yeah, I'll the send picture. you the, the thing that I know about, and uh, I'll read it again, too, because I don't remember. Because I always yeah. thought that the Russian was already there, and then that's why they trained Osama to go mm-hmm. fight the Russians. No, I don't think so. Out. Oh, that's... I think I think they baited them. They 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 got them to get involved in a quagmire. <laughs> uh, you know, it was a it was a it was a uh, trap. It's crazy, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shit, took a good hit. <laughs> oh, shit. Well. I guess uh, I was I was going to tell my 9-11 story. Go for it, bro. Let's close with a 9-11 story. It's time for... John Disk 9-11 story. Let's do it. Okay. So I, I'm sure you have a 9-11 story, too. Everybody has one, but I, 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 uh, I'll just tell you what happened. Right. Um I woke up in the, well, first of all, I have to rewind back to the 90s when I used to watch X-Files with my friend Raphael. You remember Raphael? Yeah. And he used to love X-Files, and he loved the aliens, and he was like, I wish those fucking aliens would come and take me. I wish they would come and just take me off this fucking planet. He would say that shit all the time, like, take me with you, take me with you, get me the fuck out of here. He said, I would go with them, I would fucking go with them. They're coming. And he would say shit like, they're coming, they're coming, you know, and, and I, so fast forward to 2001, September 11th. I'm shaving in the morning. He goes to work early. I was staying at his sister's house because we got kicked out of the house that our band lived in. So I'm shaving in the morning, getting ready to go to work, and he's already back from work because that shit already happened, right? And I didn't know. And I hear him come in the I hear him come in the door, and he's like, "I told you they were coming. I told you that this shit was going to happen. I told you they were coming." And I was like, what? So I guess, you know, he had been watching some... I I know because I watched a show with him where they talked about Afghanistan. They showed Al-Qaeda. And this was before 9-11. They showed Al-Qaeda, the dudes with the beards and the guns and shit. And and it was like, these people hate America, you know, like that kind of... It was almost like preparing us for 9-11. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what he was referring to. But I... Actually, I didn't even think about anything. I just heard him say that. And I was like, he always was yelling and talking to people, saying crazy shit. So I didn't really paint. It didn't enter my head what he meant. So then I go down to the car and I'm driving to work. I'm on the freeway and I'm on hold. I was on on my cell phone back then. And I was talking to a company that was making some CDs for me. Because back then they they were putting the artwork on the CD and burning it. Yeah. And, um, And they put me on hold. When they put me on hold, it was George Bush, and George Bush was saying we've been attacked by this enemy, <laughs> and blah blah blah. But it, like I didn't know what happened. I just said we're going to fight this enemy. So I'm. So then they like, put me back off of hold, and they we resolve the call, and I get off the phone, and I'm driving, and I'm thinking like on the way to work, I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, who could attack America? You know. And then I remember the thing Raphael said about the, they're coming. I told you they'd be here, right? 
Yeah, and I and I fucking like I swear to God, like I don't believe in aliens. I've never seen a UFO. I always say it's bullshit, but I swear to God, on the way to work that morning, I was terrified that we had been attacked by aliens. Dude, like I, I so so I'll just tell the rest real quick. So I get to work and I get into the thing and I ask RV. Remember RV? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, what happened? And he goes, oh, some terrorists like flew planes in the World Trade Center. And I was like, oh, that's all? <laughs> dude. That is I so... I was relieved, dude. I was fucking relieved that it... Because the, the thought of being attacked by aliens was the scariest fucking thing I could ever fucking imagine. Dude. And I'm like an atheist, right? So all this talk about alien shit, people say that they might make up a false flag about aliens. People yeah. will fall for it, dude, because I fucking fell for it. And it dude. Wasn't what they were trying to do. I'm just going to let you finish your story because now I'm going to tell you mine. Okay, That was the first thing they came to mind. I used to work on Sam Ash at the time, and at yeah. that time, I wanted to learn how to play all as much as you could, like playing different styles or whatever. So at that time, I was, always, I was playing like with two or three bands, like mm-hmm. rock or funk and hip-hop or whatever. So I used to come home very late. And then I usually start working in Sam like around one o'clock when I have to work. But I remember if that day I have to work or not. I think I have to work that day. And I remember Layla waking me up. And and I'm sleeping. I'm just like, yo, they're attacking us. And I'm sleeping. And my first thought was exactly like yours. Really? My first thought was like, who the fuck is going to attack the United States of America? The only thing that I can think of is fucking aliens. (laughs) (laughs) That was my first thought. I was like, that was my first thought. But but all that rationality it would happen in one second. As soon as I woke up and she told me that shit, uh-huh. I was like, fuck, the aliens are here. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. And fucking get off my bed, and then the, she had her on TV or whatever, and then I looked, you know, I saw the towers or whatever, no, the airplanes or whatever, and then you know, I knew yeah. what it was that. But my first reaction out of bed, like that, yeah. after waking up, like yeah. that, was the aliens are fucking here <laughs> right finally it, didn't it what wasn't it like fucking scary to think that yeah it was fucking nuts it was like yeah, yeah. right it was kind of half and half because i'm all into aliens and shit too so i'm like yeah. whatever fuck it you know but but it's scary too because it's like damn you know but but it was exactly my first reaction when she said it was like saying who the fuck is going to attack i couldn't think of anyone me either. To attack the United States, you know. Yeah. I mean, who, you know, yeah. they, not even Russia has ever tried, you know. Well, so so the you know this summer they've been leaking all kinds of stuff. Like they're saying, you know, the Navy or the Air Force is saying that they've seen UFOs yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. And like cool. a lot, of, some people are saying like, watch out because they're gonna they they could be preparing a fake false flag where they just say the whole world has been attacked by aliens and, and take total totalitarian fucking control and put everybody on lockdown forever, you know? Yeah. 
it could be the, a level of fear that we can't even imagine. Shit, man. Okay. And so I think that's proof that, I mean, to me, it's proof that people will believe it because it's like, I fucking believe it. <laughs> and I don't, I, I'm not really an alien guy at all. Uh, you know? Could you imagine that I'm like, shit, that would be crazy, bro. I know. Dude. That would be crazy if something like that happened and then you have to fucking fight for your fucking shit, bro. Well, if it was real, that's one thing, but it's even more terrifying to me if it's fake, you know, because they could ban they could have like a hologram, a huge hologram show. They could put on a show for us in the sky and make us all think that we're being it. They could have fake lasers and who knows what the fuck they could do with the technology they have. They could put on a total fake show that would just like freak everyone out. You know? They did it in the fifties, right? Remember what that guy did? Well, Whoa. well, yeah. I mean, you know that that's a theory. We don't know what really happened. Yeah. Now thinking about it, I'm just like, there might be a test. You know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. They make it well, look they like, also oh, had this the guy world. was. Huh? Oh, you're talking about War of the Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that shit? Yeah. Yeah. But there's also the alien, the the actual ships that they saw, the Area 51 shit in Mexico. Where yeah, they yeah. saw a crash and they saw aliens and stuff like. When I read a book about it, it was supposedly a, a, a legitimate Los Angeles Times writer, you know, researched it for five years. Area Fifty One. She said that it was Stalin who did it. That Stalin has had hovercraft technology where he could hover and he flew a, a, a UFO over, um, over. Mexico oh. and it crashed and he had kids in there that were that were deformed that were surgically made to look like aliens with the big eyes and stuff no and they shit. were actually alive <laughs> yeah that's what that's what she wanted us to believe like that's what they told her that's what they told I think they the the military told her that shit and that's wow. what she put in her book and it's like I think it's more logical that we did that you know than that that's Russia insane, did it same dude yeah I, it's a mystery. I don't know what the fuck is, is true, of course. But. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any. I don't think anybody has hover technology, but she believed it that they had it back in the forties. That they got it from the Nazis. That the Nazis developed hover technology, and the Russians had it. That plane crashed, and that we were trying to study it, like reverse engineer it or something, or that, wow. that hover that UFO crashed. Whatever. <clears throat> you know, I never really got really down. I've seen a couple things, but I never, like, especially the Area 54 or whatever, mm -hmm. that one, I never got really into it because sometimes I'm feeling like, ah, I don't know. I want, I would like yeah. to see something from somebody, like, you know, like, serious, like, so, I don't know. Well, that, um, that book was really fascinating. Um, she talked about the underground train that goes from here to, like, I think Area 51, like or somewhere in California, to get yeah. the pilots there fast. Um, I think I think she was talking about that. Unless I'm getting it mixed up, but there's some fascinating stuff for sure. I bet. There, there's like lots of interviews with guys that have studied the UFO thing on that Midnight Rider news show. Like all, all these old school dudes that like have studied, like John Lear. The written books on aliens and stuff. One of them is like a, a JFK researcher that I really like. He passed away a couple of years ago. I forgot his name, but that dude is like a badass JFK 
guy. But then he does this alien stuff too, and it's like crazy. Like I don't believe any of it. So I'm like, should I trust his JFK stuff? Because like, yeah, dude, alien yeah. stuff is whacked out of you know, it's crazy. I I saw some. I saw a documentary about some alien shit, the adoption and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they call it the third encounter or the fourth encounter. I don't know. Right. Um, and this guy was talking about they made him have sex and shit. Right. With wow. I guess with aliens, and then the, he had a daughter. Oh my god. And the yeah, daughter, dude. like I can't. <laughs> dude, yeah. insane! It was insane. And the daughter used to call him on the phone. Wow. Like static shit, and then saying things to him. And yeah. they show a fucking video on the camera, like a window, and you could see all of a sudden a head that comes up with a fucking alien eyes and shit and come down. But you're like, okay, that's fucking, that could be anyone doing some shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, I think, you know, Joe Rogan talks about that. I think, yeah, I think, yeah. a lot of, I think he knows yeah. that. It's you know what I mean? It's like, okay, but there's one that really was crazy to me. The one yeah. that he had a party in his house mm-hmm. or a get together with their film friends or whatever. They're actually all into that shit. Mm-hmm. And he went outside to smoke a cigarette and the and he has his camera. He was taking pictures and he was smoking a cigarette. He has a camera in his hand. And all of a sudden his daughter shows up, the alien daughter. Wow. And he took a picture of her. And then when she left and he went back, he showed a picture to these people mm-hmm. in the party. And actually, uh, a few of them were in the documentary too. Mm-hmm. And the guy, and they said, well, he showed the picture on the digital camera. The guy said, you should put it on your computer mm-hmm. so you could save it or some shit like that. And they say, like, as soon as he said that, the camera make a noise, like a beep, beep, whatever, mm-hmm. and the fucking picture was gone. Wow. And the guy, also, one of the guys that was at the party, is actually in the documentary corroborating the story. Like, this, he was there, and he said, that's what happened. That was the only thing that I was like, okay, well, there's more than one people, unless they're all lying, you know? All well, the- I... My theory is that all this shit is CIA or some intelligence organization creating distractions and performing experiments. It could be an extension of MKUltra where they hypnotize people and make them think they were abducted. Exactly, that could be too. How how far would they go? Who the fuck knows? They've done all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, it's like... I feel that about a lot of stuff that I never used to think that way, but I think everything's CIA. So I, I, of course I have no evidence. I've never read that. It's just in my head. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, but who knows? It's crazy, man. Crazy times, but we have a new album coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a song in there about serial killers being, being CIA, uh, yeah, controlled on that album, uh, which you know I read a whole book on that, so it's like I have a lot of evidence for that. Um, it's it, that book is fascinating. 
but um, we could talk about that another time. <laughs> sure, bro. Some of that oh, shit yeah. you can't talk about because people just think you're crazy. Like uh, that out that song in itself is like, oh my god, should I even put this out? Which one is it? I don't care anymore. It's a, it's the one called um, Phoenix Rising. Oh yeah, yeah. No, dude. Yeah. Let me tell you, I'm very excited about this album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It has a great vibe. I like that shit. Cool. So, yeah, man. Let's do it. Yeah. Can't wait. Well, I haven't Can't heard wait. back from Ramses about when we want to record, but. He wants to do a Monday or I guess it's going to have to be at night on a Monday or Tuesday. A Monday, I don't know. I wanted to do it in one session because Ramses said he could. But Michael, my friend Michael, who's going to record it, uh, thinks that we have to break it up. So, and he's only, the studio's only open from 8 to 12 at night. So, hmm. okay. that's the thought. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm waiting to hear back from Ramses now. I haven't heard back from him since I sent the email. He can do it. He can not do it on weekends. No, he, he probably have gigs on weekends and so that. I think that this studio is is gets him a good rate at those times. I think that's what it is. So it's like a rehearsal slash recording studio that's set up to record drums and the drums are. Oh, all so Ramses is gonna record. Where he lives, and he's going to send the trucks to you? No, no, no. It's going to be at a studio here somewhere, maybe in Hollywood or somewhere, um, where my friend Michael's going to engineer it, and okay. the drums are already set up. Uh, it's it's a studio that's set up with the drums already there and mic'd and everything. So all he has to do is show up and play. But okay. it's only available at night. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why. But that's what he said. So. Interesting. And Ramses requested Monday and Tuesday. Actually, that's what happened because of his family and everything. Because he's going to have to drive here from Vegas. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Boy, but if it's late, I can make it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I it's just an invitation. I mean, I just don't want to pass up on a good idea. Like, you might have the you know, especially rhythmically. I mean, I'm pretty much on the beat every time. No, I'm, dude, I would love to be there for the whole process. For cool. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll do my best, you know. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I'll try to work, and then after work, I go over there, and it's late. That's cool. Ramses was so, I mean, it really moved me because it was the first time anybody heard it, right? And he was like, thank you so much for inviting me. And I was like, dude, <laughs> Just like my favorite drummer in the world. What are you talking about? So you <laughs> like, you send him you send him the music first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, and he liked it. And he's just I'm like, well, you know, I want I want, you know, if you have any ideas, I want you to let me know. He's like, no, it's fine, it's perfect the way it is. I'm like, <laughs> like come on, yeah, dude. And, you know, I'm just saying, if you you know, if there's anything you know rhythmically, like you know, like. He came up with stuff, and you come up with stuff where we, where you like delay a beat, or do you know maybe do a, a come in early on this one or whatever, you know. Yeah. It's like, I mean, stuff like that I never think of, and um, little little production tricks here and there that might make it a little more interesting, because I'm so much like on the beat every time. And the other thing is like the beat goes through the whole freaking song, and sometimes maybe 
you know, he could hit a symbol and There's something different. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so like like anything like that would be welcome because I you know, I'm just I'm not a drummer and I can't really think of all the possibilities. I left some space here and there. Like even on Phoenix Rising, because Phoenix Rising and there's like a long space Phoenix right and so like I would love to fill that with drums but I don't know what the drums would do like you know I noticed fill. that I noticed that I noticed that it's like oh I think that shit is left like that on purpose I noticed yeah I wanted to it was on purpose but my idea was to fill it up with drums and or have a it solo or something I actually asked there's a song that I thought about making like a bass solo or something that's cool it might be the same one I don't remember but I remember it's like huh Maybe I could do like Dude, a little I th- I thought of that actually um yesterday. And I had it in my head like a groove with bass and a drum thing for those spaces. And I was like, yeah. that would be cool. But I'm yeah, I don't dude. remember what it is. But this music is something really, really kinda of crazy and funky. This album is very inspiring, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. You did a great job, bro. The arrangements and the ideas and everything, the voices. That song that you just left the voices by itself saying something, I forgot what it was. But, um, I forgot which um, song is it. But uh, it's kind of like a queen kind of shit. It's fucking, you were channeling all kind of shit, bro. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is a queen now, you know? First it's like Black Sabbath. <laughs> There's a this, couple queen moments, yeah. This also like a, the Clash, some kind of Clash shit, like reggae yeah. shit. You know? Yeah, for sure. Well, you inspired the reggae one, the first song on the list, the one, uh, Anarchy song. Yeah, You yeah. inspired that. You sent me some reggae, and I was like, dude, I think I'm going to do a song with you. That was the first song I wrote. So that's when I did the first song. Yeah, I remember. I already I re- all the lyrics. Yeah, I remember you told me, oh, that shit, I want to do like a reggae too, like in the album. I remember you telling me I, that shit. I sang you like a little like demo I did on my phone while I was singing Anarchy songs. That's what I'm telling you. I felt the vibe. I felt the yeah. connection. Yeah. When I was reading the songs, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, it makes me think about the whole year that we've been talking and communicating and exchanging right. yeah. exchange, exchanging music. Well, maybe you know it cuts I mean? in, man. I, mean, I definitely think about you when I'm doing bass shit. I mean, a lot of times I don't have any ideas and I just go, Boom, 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 boom. But sometimes I yeah. have an idea for a bass riff, and I'm just like, oh, heck, it would sound cool playing this. You know? Do you use, um, do you record the bass uh, with the samples, or you record it uh, with your bass? With my bass. With your bass. It sounded really good, too. But, you know, I good. do a lot of editing, because my timing is not like yours. <laughs> but that bass sounds good. It's, it sounds a little bit like a music man a little bit. Yeah, it's, it says music man on it, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I remember I like it looks like a music man. But yeah, no, I think it's a, I think it's a music man uh, cheaper version. Yeah, it's cheap. It's, it's <laughs> like a squire. It's like a squire. Dude, it doesn't matter. That bass I want to buy it has got 300 bucks. Yeah. If I get it. And then I think I have a feeling I'm going to be really happy with that bass. That's great. It sounded great. But anyway, before, before, oh yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Um, before we go, what what was uh, the, the guitar builder you told me about? He's in guitar. Cuba. Or is he out here. Oh, he lives in Cuba. 
Uh, I said, I said, can he make me a flamenco? Did you ask him? I think I asked him, but uh, I don't know if we, I think he told me yes, but he has. You know, we haven't we haven't really like yeah. we haven't really talked about it much. Like for example, he's I think he's making a dress for my brother. Ah. Uh, you know what a dress is? Because my brother, yeah. when he saw the pictures, the dress uh -huh. is the instrument that he wants to play for the folk music, for the yeah. farmers. You know, it's like a sawgrass of Cuba. Yeah. Whatever. yeah. And, uh, but the dress came from the guitar. It has mm -hmm. uh, six strings, but they are on pairs, separate on pairs. That's why it's like three pairs. And yeah. it has a special sound or whatever. I'll, I'll send you some... No, some I know about it. You've shown oh, me before. I showed you before? Okay. Yeah. So anyways, but when I was talking to him, he told me that his dream, when he started, he started doing guitars. And he still does mm -hmm. guitars or whatever. And that his dream is to make this amazing guitar. Flamenco. Mm -hmm. No, flamenco. he didn't say flamenco. He said, yeah, like he a said classical, right? I yeah. think he said classical, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if he... Uh, I think I... I, I, think I I mentioned it to them that if he asked if he makes some flamenco, I didn't know the flamenco because I don't know about that shit that much. You, you probably know more than me because you're a guitar player. But uh, in Cuba, there was this style of guitar that was called Spanish guitars. That's the one that Silvio Rodriguez used to use. That's mm -hmm. the one that the guy that taught me how to play guitar and mm -hmm. got me into music, whatever. He used to have one, but it was just a Spanish guitar made in Spain. And it had a special look. You know, it's very classical. Very classic. But yeah, it, that's it, probably a classical, yeah. So, but the way you're telling me about you wanted a flamenco guitar, it means like mm -hmm. they might make guitars specially made for flamenco. It is. It's like more nasal. It's thinner. I think that the the body is thinner and it's more nasal sounding. And I, you know, listen to any of like who's that guitarist that you love from Spain, uh, Paco? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that dude. Anything he's done, like the sound of that guitar is a little more nasally. It's a little more high endy. It has a different feel than a classical. You can't play flamenco on a classical. It sounds like classical. It sounds more... Oh, okay. And, I and so I've, I've been looking for... I, w I mean, I really want to buy a real flamenco guitar because I could just sit there at a park and just play Spanish-sounding modes and improvise and you would think I was a flamenco player if I'm playing a flamenco guitar because it sounds it has such a and I start playing one and I start sounding I start playing like a flamenco player because like you just kind of become the character when you play the instrument you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and like I play a strat and I start to play like Jimi Hendrix like I can I can not as good or anything but I can get into the vibe of it you know yeah 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 and so um like I just, I did it. I only played one one time at this uh, guitar studio where they were selling guitars, and it was really expensive. I couldn't afford it, but I just like longed to have one ever since. Like God, I want one of those guitars so bad, and I can't find one. I asked my brother if he's in Spain if he could give me a cheap flamenco. He couldn't find one, and so I don't know. I mean, it's possible that he would just build it and it would sound like a classical, which I would still. 
buy it, you know, but it would be worth a shot because it's only three hundred dollars. He said. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll ask him. I'll ask him. But it looks like it's crazy because I was talking to you know sending messages on WhatsApp order, and he mm -hmm. told me that. But basically, he likes what he cares what he cares the most about his mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. It's like he always likes to make something that he's proud of. Like he's always sure. like, like my friend, my other friend was telling me, dude, when he have one that he doesn't like, he makes another one or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, he changed. Dude, like, if I, he doesn't like the sound, the way he yeah. wanted it, yeah. And he's not a musician actually, but for some reason he yeah. started building guitars. And, uh, That's amazing. Do you always buy a classical too? I would buy classical too. Yeah, think. but I really want a flamenco. But I would buy a classical from him. I like him. I like him. Maybe he knows. Maybe he knows because he looks like he goes around. Um, I don't know. Maybe he looks like he has some information out there. But uh, yeah. but definitely a lot of his shit is all around the world by famous people that play. Really. The Cuban shit and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like. People, yeah, yeah. He saw, he saw the. Like, I mean, I, maybe I would should say I would take one of each. You know, I don't know if I can afford it right now, but I mean, if he does it, I'll pay him. But um, I'll find a way to pay him. But um, definitely, if he could do a flamenco, I'd be like, even more, I'd pay even more. I'll yeah. ask him about that. I'll ask him if he knows the difference between, and then see what he said. If not, okay. I tell him maybe I'll consult with you or whatever. Ask him, and then maybe, uh, okay. maybe he make just a regular whatever. But he might sound fucking great. I don't know. Dude, I know, man. I mean, I love guitars. I love going to parties and picking up the most fucked up guitar and playing it and making music. Like I love to do that. I love old junky fucked up guitars. But like a luthier who makes his own guitars, like I had a friend who did, and I loved his guitars. Like, dude, I would. Love know, to I never have... got one from him, but I would love to have one of those guitars. I was trying to get him to make me a bass, and he <laughs> was like, first like, no, I don't know, whatever. And then, but at some point, he said, you know what? You want a bass? I'll fucking give you a bass. So, I might send him like uh, once in a while, every time I get a chance. I don't know if he has taken seriously or not. I know he's working on my friend and my brother's dress mm -hmm. because my brother was like, oh, fuck, I want that. And then my brother saw someone and said, no, I get that too. Some of the shit for his yeah, because my, my nephew is learning music now. It's like, uh -huh. and he's actually really serious into that shit. Cool. But the bass, I don't know if I, he's ever going to make one, but I was trying to do, you should start making your own fucking electric basses. Because yeah. he said, he was like, no, it's about the acoustic or I do the same shit with the electric basses. The way they yeah. do it, there's differences between basses, like, and yeah. the wood and the way they do it, you know. So yeah. he said, ah, okay, okay. So, well, stop sending me shit. And I said, dude, I send you, I send you the electronics and then, you know, I'll send you some picture and then I'll let you improvise and then you figure it out. You know what I mean? Wow. That's really but, cool, man. I love people who make guitars. That's so... Because Amazing. let me tell you, custom bases here or whatever all over the world, you have to come up yeah. at least with fucking thousands of dollars. Like, yeah. those beautiful bases, the fucking 
sounds Look amazing. at Eddie Van Halen. He made his own guitars, and fucking Brian May from Queen made that guitar. He played it his whole career. Yeah, yeah. It had a totally unique sound. Yeah. Nobody sounds like that. Exactly. That's what I. That's what I say when I saw this bass for three hundred bucks. I said, you know what? Yeah. The price. But when I when oh, I yeah. saw the videos and I and and I saw the sound is so good. I was like, this shit sounds so great. Fuck, I'm gonna buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't give a fuck yeah. about. I don't. Yeah. As long as it's, you know. I'm, but the people were complaining it was too heavy. I was like, dude, but they ever have my Fender? My Fender is super heavy. Mm-hmm. My Fender is the heaviest bass I ever had. It's only four string, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I I definitely talked to them. I reminded them again to see what's up. I'm gonna ask him about the flamenco thing to see, and then we we'll go from there. Well, that would be cool. Cool, man. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, it would be amazing to have. And he, when he has his last name, sounds great for fucking Brad. His last name is Borrero. Oh wow! I said, dude, you put a fucking B. That was that's your shit. Yeah. A B is Borrero guitars. You know that's fuck. Yeah. Plus the, the sticker on the inside. Does he have that? Huh? You put your name on the sticker and that goes on the inside of the uh, uh, guitar. Exactly. You can put it on the bass. You can put it on the fucking head, you know? You put a big B. Yeah. A yeah. beautiful B with a knacker and shit. You know, the one with fancy shit? Oh, shit. Uh-huh. He, was, he was getting excited about it. So hopefully he could give me a bass too. That would be awesome, man. That'd yeah, dude. Awesome. Well, cool. It's good to talk to you. It's fun. Well, sure, brother. Oh well, so let me know everything when everything's ready for the thing. I'm gonna I keep listening to the music and maybe in a couple of weeks or in a week I'm gonna start then playing it along. Start getting cool. familiar with the riff. Okay. Well, thanks man. All right, brother. All right, have a good one, I'll talk to you soon. You too, man, be safe. Okay, thanks. Bye bye bro. Bye. Bye. Deception